Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades Baseball. The Show Me Sports Network will recap last game's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in the Mink League is on the air as Blake Gazaway and Grayson Smith are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball is brought to you by Centurion Communications, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Crow Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins Ford, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Cards, Edward Jones, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, BE Renewed LLC, Poncheros, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, and Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Jefferson City Renegades Radio Network, Blake Gazaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you as we are coming to you from historic Ernie Vivian Field as tonight is uh, game two of a six-game homestand for your Jefferson City Renegades as uh, we are uh, just about uh, ten minutes away, a little under ten minutes away from getting the ball game underway. As we said, from uh, historic Ernie Vivian Field, Blake Gazaway here with you as we'll have the call all season long of Renegades baseball. Again, flying solo tonight, Grayson Smith, who usually joins me. He is uh, off for the next uh, couple of nights still as uh, he is out of town. So the Renegades uh, riding a two-game losing streak. They are here at home, as we said, game two of six. That'll be at home in a row. And they face the Chillicothe Mudcats as uh, they come to town here in Jefferson City. For the Renegades, well, they've hit a two-game skid here as they lost last night to the Bombers by a score of 6-2. to two. And they lost at St. Joseph. That on Saturday night. That was by final of 7-1 to one there at St. Joe. So they've got some work to do as they ride this two-game losing skid. As, uh, they've got to find a way to uh, get in the win column and get back in the uh, standings for a Mink League 
Division Championship as we take a look at those uh, divisions. The Renegades sitting third in the South Division. Joplin Outlaws are at the top spot at 4-2. and two. The Nevada Griffins, they are at 5-5. Five and five. They're one game back. Also, the Renegades at 4-4. Four and four. And then uh, finally at the bottom are the uh, Bombers, who sit at 3-3. Three and three. It's uh, kind of a logjam there uh, back behind the Outlaws in the North Division. The Clarinda A's own first place there with a record of 5-2. and two. The Mustangs of St. Joseph there in second. They're one game back with a record of 4-3. and three. The uh, Chillicothe Mudcats, they come in 3-4 and four tonight as they are two games back. And then the Des Moines Peak Prospects, they are 1-5, so they're three-and-a-half game back in the North Division in tonight's game. We said a uh, North versus South matchup here in the Mink League as uh, the head coach is out talking at home plate with the umpires, the two-man umpire crew. They're going over the uh, field here is down either pole. It's 300, and then we work into 340, and then straightaway center field is 375. So this is a ballpark that uh, can have some home runs uh, leave it. It's a very hot night here at the ballpark. As, uh, there is a slight breeze on occasion coming through, but it is relatively uh, warm and toasty here as uh, the sun continuing to work down the uh, right field line and once it gets behind the trees it cools it off drastically and it will be a nice evening for baseball here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. As we said for the Renegades they come in sitting at four and five on the season and the Mudcats are three and four with their record both teams have played a couple of non-league games. I think the uh, winners of that, though, happens to be, for the most non-league games, are the uh, Clarinda A's. They seem like they play a large amount of non-league games. So they have several. Taking a look at some of the other league games around the league, which we'll get to your starting lineups here in just a little bit. So four games tonight. Of course, uh, our game here with the Renegades hosting the Mudcats. All these are 7 o'clock first pitch. The Clarinda A's, they're hosting the Joplin Outlaws at Clarinda Municipal Stadium. So they will be at Clarinda playing each other. The Sedalia Bombers, they are at Liberty Park Stadium tonight, which is their home field. So they are uh, in Sedalia. They are hosting the St. Joseph Mustangs. And then the Nevada Griffins. They are at home after they took that shellacking at the hands of the Mustangs last night. Put up 23 runs to the Mustangs, but the Griffins are playing a non-league game with the Kansas City Monarchs, that uh, team that used to be the Kansas City T-Bones, now renamed and uh, rebranded as the KC Monarchs. So good opportunity for them to play a uh, non-league game there. Take a look at the starting lineups for the Chillicothe Mudcats. They will bat first at shortstop in Zach Stewart. Batting second will be right field in Lucas Luce. Third, batting third will be center fielder Josh Schweinhart. Batting fourth, first baseman Grayson Barrett. Catching tonight's game, batting fifth, Tanner Sears. Playing left field, batting sixth, Max Huntley. Batting seventh, playing third base will be Blake Failer. Designated hitting tonight, batting eighth, will be Wes Branskin. You check my handwriting there. I think I butchered his last name. No, that's Bransgard. 
So Bransgard, and then batting ninth will be second baseman in uh, P.D. Taylor. On the mound for them will be number 24, Jake Young. Take a look at the starting lineups for your Jefferson City Renegades, who sit at 4-5 and five on the season. They'll start at second base and batting leadoff. He's hitting a hot bat so far this season. And Caden Deal, batting second, left field, Mr. HBP, none other than Brady Voss. He was hit last night as I uh, wouldn't expect anything else. And honestly, I'd be lying if I say I don't ex- I, I would be I would be lying if I don't expect that he's going to get hit tonight. Batting third, playing first base will be Carter Mize. Batting fourth, catching Hamilton Anderson, DH for tonight's game. Batting fifth will be uh, Caden Hessel. Playing right field, batting sixth, Andrew Patton. Batting seventh on third base will be Joseph Keelholz. Batting eighth, shortstop, Colin Demmel. And batting ninth, playing center field, David Dell. And on the mound for the Renegades, number 21, and Dylan Dunbar. So that takes a look at their starting lineups for both teams. As we'll have the... Ceremonial first pitch coming up here in just a little bit and also get the home plate cleaned off. There's a very cute little girl that's going to be cleaning off home plate, very talented as well. So it happens to be Alyssa. So my daughter will get the opportunity to clean off home plate. As we said, we'll have first pitch here forthcoming. So Sean Cockrum is out to throw the first pitch. That one in there has a good opening first pitch. Now we'll have the playing of the national anthem, so we'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! If you've been denied Social Security benefits, get the representation and compensation you deserve when you choose the law office of Russ Swanigan. With over 25 years of experience, our experienced attorney will fight for you, no matter what your case may entail. He handles legal matters in SSDI, SSI, denied benefits, and more. Give us a call today for your free case evaluation or visit us online to learn more. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. National Anthem finished up here at the ballpark. As we said, the biggest toothbrush in the Midwest. 
And Southwest Dental Care sponsoring the cleaning of home plate before we get ready for tonight's game. Through the years, we've faced... I'll get it right in a minute here. As we said, the biggest toothbrush here in the Midwest. So we are just about ready for our first game of... Well, the only game of tonight here, but our first game here, first pitch as on the mound, Dylan Dunbar for the Renegades. Give me a second, I'll get his stance pulled up. As it is a hot evening for baseball here at the ballpark. A sun beating down the right field line. As Dunbar, he is a 6'1", 195-pounder, a junior at Missouri S&T. He's a left-handed thrower. Left-handed batter as well. We won't see him bat, but he throws and bats left-handed from West Plains, Missouri. He comes in with a record of 1-0. That uh, win came against the A's in that doubleheader as the Clarinda A's came to town. He had seven innings pitched, had ten strikeouts, gave up five hits, so he had an excellent start on the mound. So we'll look for him to continue that success that he had when he started against the A's. Mudcats, they'll lead off, of course, with their number one, two, and three hitters. And shortstop, Zach Stewart will lead off the game. Stewart from Scottsdale, Arizona, 6'175", right-hander, freshman at Central Arizona College. First pitch, swing, and a miss. And our game is officially underway as first cut was not there as he took... A big rip at it and could not connect. That one downstairs for ball one. So that'll take the count to one ball and one strike. 1-1 one, one pitch on its way. That one hit back and hit off a Dunbar. That hit off his left elbow. And quickly out. The umpires and head coach Mike D'Amelio is going to go out and check on him. He might have the laces imprinted on his elbow just right above the elbow. Caught him just, it said, looks like just right above the elbow. As that was just a comebacker to the mound straight up the middle. And that'll be a leadoff single for Stewart. So they're going to check with Dunbar, and he'll get the baseball back. He says he's going to be A-OK. I think they're going to let him have a couple of practice tosses here just to make sure that everything's good, his mechanics are good. He'll go through a couple throws. You can take that to Mommy. Okay. Good job cleaning off the home plate. Don't get it wet. Alyssa had the duty to clean off home plate tonight. So, 
Dunbar says he is A-OK, and he's going to be ready to face his second batter. I'm sure that uh, his arm stings a little bit. He's checking it again. Sure, it smarts a little bit. It's probably going to hurt tomorrow, but he's tough. He's going to tough it out. He says he's ready for the Renegades. They're wearing their white uniforms, a white pants, white jersey with the Navy numerals and yellow trim, blue trim as well, that Navy trim. Right fielder Lucas Luce fouls that one off. He's down in the count at 0-1. He is a right-handed batter, runner on first base with the leadoff single for Stewart. We play here in the top of the first inning. A pitch upstairs. That'll take the count to one ball and one strike. One on, nobody out here. That pitch is going to be hit into center field. Coming in about one step is center fielder Endell, and he will get the out for out number one of the inning. Center fielder Josh Schweinhart will step in. He'll landscape a little bit in the right-handed batter's box. The Chillicothe Mudcats, they're wearing their... Crimson uniforms with the gray pants. That pitch upstairs. So that'll be ball one, but we're in there. Gray pants with the black numerals with the white or gray. I can't tell from here with the sun, but trim. Might be light gray. Next offering that one outside. Throw to first base. No tag applied by Mize. Last couple pitches have been off the mark. Dunbar either trying to deal with the slick baseball or his arm might be bothering him a little bit. So he'll step in with the full windup. So the 2-0 pitch runner goes. That one high throw down to second base. He is going to go into shallow center field and it'll be a stolen base by Stewart. He gets a stolen base to his name. They're going to toss that baseball out. So, like I said, I don't know if Dunbar is, is saying that it was a slick baseball or if that arm is starting to bother him. That is his throwing arm that was hit on that first batter. Hit it right back up the middle off just above his elbow on his left hand. That is, he's a left-hander. A pitch right down central for strike one. That'll take it to three balls and one strike. One out here. That one's going to be skied into shallow center field. Runner will go back to second base as Dell will get... The out, so he's had back-to-back high fly balls his way. Now batting first baseman Grayson Barrett. 
He will step in. He's a left-handed batter. Dunbar trying to get out of the inning, facing one more than the minimum after the leadoff single was issued. First pitch, fouls that one off. They'll be down in the count at 0-1. Said the sun quickly working down here, but not quick enough as it is a hot, hot evening at the ballpark. Registered in the middle 90s on the way in. A one pitch from Dunbar. That one in the dirt. Anderson does a nice job of getting in front of it. Trying to keep that in front of him, and he does. That'll be a 1-1 count. Two outs. That pitch is going to be hit into center field, going back on it. Still going back is Dell, and that's going to bounce and go over the fence. That will be a ground roll double, and that will be an RBI as Barrett will be standing at second base with a ground roll double. Catcher Tanner Sears will step in now as Mudcats lead early in this one, one to nothing. So Sears will step in. Right-handed batter. Two outs here, runner on second base. The Mudcats leading one to nothing. That one in the dirt, ball one. So that will be one ball and no strikes, two outs here. As we play in the top of the first inning. Runner on second base after that ground roll double. That one straight down central for strike one. That will even the count at one ball and one strike. Dunbar checks the runner at second. Next pitch on its way. That one cranked, and it'll go into the gap into left field, and we're going to have a play at the plate. That throw is going to be cut off, though, and that'll be a 2-0 lead, and going into second base is Sears. So that makes it a 2-1 ball game. Now stepping in will be left fielder Max Huntley. So Huntley will step in. We're going to have a conversation here on the mound as the kid coach Mike D'Amelia is going to check on Dunbar, ask him if that elbow is doing okay. I think now that I see him working on it, I think, think it actually did almost hit right on right on the elbow on the outside of the elbow where they're going to have a conversation
I think they're going to let a new pitcher get warmed up and come in, and that is what we are going to see. So the uh, umpires asked the two head coaches if that was okay because Dunbar is going to leave early with that left elbow injury. I don't know what else you call it. Dunbar gets a good hand. So Nick Von Felt, that's unfortunate for the Renegades because Dunbar had a great start the last time he was out. He pitched seven innings and got that victory. So the two coaches say, yes, that is fine. Let him have a chance to get a new pitcher in as they take a look at that elbow. Hopefully it's nothing too serious. As I said, just caught him. Apparently more on that uh, where your ulna and radius meet there on your elbow. I thought it was in the above that, kind of in what I would where your bicep would be, but on the outside of that. But instead, I think it was right on the uh, bone there. So stepping in now will be Nick Vonfeldt. As Vonfeldt, sorry, Mick Vonfeldt. He's from St. Charles, Iowa, 5'11", 170-pounder, left-hander, freshman at Missouri S&T. I knew that didn't sound right. That's Mick, not Nick. So Von Felt getting a little bit of extended period here to get warmed up. His uh, 2-0 lead here for the Mudcats. They've been able to get two runs here in the top of the inning. There are two outs. So just like last night, Renegades having to work from behind as they're in the hole. Two to nothing. Well, that's an unfortunate thing for a starter for tonight's game in Dunbar. Hopefully, as we said, hopefully nothing serious. But they will check on him, and I'm sure he's going to get some ice, and best thing he can do is rest that. So Von Felt will check in. He's pitched in four games, but has a record of 2-0. and He has an ERA of 6.74. Only pitched four innings. Had two strikeouts. Given up seven hits. So Max Huntley, the left fielder, he will step in. And we have time called. So now they say everybody's ready. The first pitch from Von Felt. That one will go by Anderson and runner will go down to third base on the wild pitch. That's Sears. Let's uh, run around the ballpark here, having a good time. Well, next pitch, that one's going to be cranked into 
Left center field, and that'll be a base hit. And we'll score another RBI. Third baseman Blake Failer, he will step in. These Mudcats players are seeing the ball good this evening here at the ballpark. So it's now three to nothing, Mudcats. That one's going to be hit off the end of bat. That'll be a single into right field as runner is going to go to third base. And now they'll have runners on the corners. Still two outs here. So designated hitter West Bransgard, he will step in. As Huntley will be at third base. Failure at first base. Runners on the corners, two outs here for Bransgard. First offering to him. That one in there for strike one. Wanfelt checks the sign, gets the one he wants. That one outside. And I'll even the count at one ball and one strike. See, three different uh, news crews have made their way out to the ball game tonight to get some footage to use on their newscast tonight. On one pitch, that fouled straight back. So that'll put Bransgard down with a count of one ball and two strikes. Monfelt, left-hander, he'll step back onto the rubber. Has a runner on first and third. Two outs here, top of the third. Top of the first inning, three-run lead. That one, that's going to be a base hit, and that'll score another RBI as he hits that into right field. So that will be a four spot now scored in the inning. Ninth batter of the inning to step in. That is P.D. Taylor, second baseman. That's two outs here, runner on First and second. Onfeld's first pitch. That one in there for strike one. So the 0-1 pitch will be forthcoming from Vonfelt. Says batter number nine in the top of the first inning. A four to nothing lead. And one downstairs takes the count to one ball and one strike. We set a hot evening here at the ballpark, middle 90s. The sun setting down behind the first base dugout. That pitch in there for strike number two. That'll take the count to one ball and two strikes. So once that sun sets down, it cools off drastically here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. One ball, two strikes, the count. Next pitch, runner goes to third. That's going to be fouled off. So everybody will go back to where they were. Wanfelt getting called up early after that injury to the throwing elbow of Dunbar. One-two pitch. Forthcoming. Wanfelt checks the runner. There's the pitch, swing and a miss for strike three. And they get out of the inning. However, four runs were scored in the top of the first inning. 
So the Renegades have some work to do. They'll be at bat. As we'll pause and be back, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Through the years, we've faced events that have challenged our lung health, and respiratory therapists save lives through them all. We've come a long way since the iron lung, but respiratory therapy remains an essential piece to patient care. Heroically working on the front lines of COVID-19, respiratory therapists dedicate their lives to save yours. Essential to patient care, to our care. Take time to thank a respiratory therapist for saving lives every day. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo. GOAT, G O A T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. We go to the bottom of the first inning as the Renegades trail 4 to nothing here. Taking a look at the other Mink League action. As a non-league game has the Nevada Griffins tying it up. In the bottom of the first inning, they're hosting the Kansas City Monarchs. That's tied at two apiece. He said the the Monarchs were formerly known as the T-Bones. They were also known as the, I can't remember offhand, but it was the Duluth. There's another town name, and I don't remember who their mascot was, but the Duluth something-somethings. Study up on my research. They're tied up two to nothing in a non-league game in Nevada. The St. Joseph Mustangs are at Sedalia. They're leading one to nothing, and the Outlaws are on the road at the A's. No score posted from their game yet. So leading off will be second baseman Caden Deal. Deal from O'Fallon, Missouri, five ten, hundred and seventy pounder. Bats left, throws right. He's a freshman at Northwest Missouri State. So he's trying to get his team. Out of this 4 nothing hole. That first pitch taken for a strike. That will put him down in the count at 0-1. Jake Young on the mound for the Mudcats. Next pitch. That one. They're going to say he went around, so that will be strike two. So Deal will be down in the count at 0 and 2. That one outside. I'll take the count to one ball and two strikes. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, official home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball all season long. 1-2 pitch on its way. That one fouled off. It'll go out of play. So we'll stay at 1-2. We said official home for Renegades baseball all season long and look for many more seasons to come. So deal down in the count at one and two. That one way outside and upstairs. That'll even the count at two balls and two strikes. So we said the Mudcats getting a four spot in the top of the inning. Renegades trying to match that here in the bottom of the first. 
That one will be found back by Deal. So that'll still stay at two and two. In the on-deck circle will be left fielder Brady Voss, also known as Mr. HBP. Next pitch on its way. That one's going to be hit off the end of the bat, and it's going to be right to the shortstop for the first down of the inning. So Brady Voss will step in. A sophomore at Missouri S&T from Lake St. Louis, Missouri. Bats right, throws right. He's six foot, hundred and seventy-five pounder. First pitch to him is in the dirt for ball one. Right-handed batter, Mr. HBP. That one's downstairs for ball two, so he's ahead in the count at 2-0. and The team has had 16 hit-by-pitches, and he's accounted for nine of them. He's going to foul that one. It's going to get out of play. So that'll be two balls and one strike. As we said, 16 hit-by-pitches for the team. And he's got nine of them. Took one off the back of the helmet last night, but he was okay. So the 2-1 offering from Young on its way. That one in there for strike number two. So that'll take the count to two balls and two strikes. One out here as we play bottom of the, of the first. And he's going to hit that one, just a little blooper into center field, and that's going to be a base hit. He went down and caught it. Almost looked like a little golf swing, but he's going to be standing on first base with a single. Now stepping in will be first baseman Carter Mize. Mize from St. Louis, Missouri, 6'2", 200-pounder, left-hander. That's right, and throws that way. A junior at Missouri Baptist, so he's going to step in. He knows how to hit him out of the park. That would, If he could hit a home run here, that would cut that lead in half. First offering from Young. That's going to be a high fly ball hit towards right field, and that's going to go foul. So he was trying to get it out. Just got a little too far in front of it, and it goes foul. So now that Mize has had a chance to throw the lumber at the ball, had that foul ball, hopefully he'll get it dialed in and be able to get it out of the park between the two yellow poles. So the 0 1 pitch from Young. Now he'll throw over to first base, diving back is Voss. That count for Mize at 0 1. He'll rest the bat on his left shoulder. Now he'll pick it up, that one outside. And I'll take the count to one ball and one strike. Six 
Mize, even at the count at one and one, one out here. That one's going to get the outside part of the plate for strike number two. Here, feel a little bit of a breeze come through. So it'll be a one-two count with one out here. And he's going to hit a bouncing ball, and it's going to get through into right field. And Voss will be on his way to third base. And standing at first base with a one-out double, or excuse me, one-out single will be Mize. Now stepping in, catcher, Hamilton Anderson. He's from Columbia, Illinois, 6'3", 200-pounder, bats left, throws right. He's a freshman at State Fair Community College. He will step in from the left side of the plate, has the corners occupied. One out here as we play bottom of the first inning. First pitch. That one outside, ball one. Anderson hitting third in the team average at 379. That pitch upstairs, ball two. He's hitting a 379. Drove in four RBIs. Had 11 hits in seven games played. So runners at first and third. Two balls, no strikes. A pitch upstairs. It'll be ball number three. So one out here. As Young, working himself into a little bit of a jam. Next pitch. That one in there for strike one. So it'll be three balls and one strike, one out, runner on first and third. That's Voss standing at third base. Mize standing at first base. So Young's 3-1 offering on its way. Mize goes, swinging a miss, and no throw down to... Second base, so Mize will have a stolen base. So now it'll be runners at second and third. Anderson doing a nice job of not impeding the throw there. So it'll be a full count with three balls and two strikes. Young on the mound for the Mudcats. He'll look in. He'll get to sign, check the runner at second. Look over to third for a second. Now look back at home plate. 3-2 pitch on its way. That one's going to be skied a mile high going into right field. Coming over and making the grab. And we're going to have one run score as checking up and coming in is Brady Voss. And over the third base is Mize, so it'll be... A sack fly. But it will be an RBI. Designated hitter Caden Hessel will step in. Hessel is from Mocaine, Missouri. 6'1", 190-pound right-hander. He bats right, throws right. A sophomore at Drury.
So Hessel will step in. First pitch to him upstairs, ball one. As my standing on third base, they have cut that lead into that lead. It's a 4-1 to ball game, Mudcats leading by three with a one spot put up by the Renegades looking to add to it. Hessel, that pitch upstairs for ball two. So he's ahead in the count at 2-0. and He sits fourth in the team average, averaging a 250. He steps in, right-handed batter. 2-0 pitch on its way. That one in there for strike one. That's a beauty right down central. Just after 7.30 here on the Show Me Sports Network, Blake Gasway here with you. So Young will look back in. Two outs here. Pitch is going to be lined back up central, and it's going to be... Thought it was gloved by the second baseman, but he came up with nothing. And Mize is going to score from third base, and it'll be an RBI single straight up the middle for Hessel. So that lead has been cut in half at 4-2. to two. I think they need to check Taylor's glove at second base to see if it's got any wicket left. Now stepping in, Andrew Patton from Columbia, just up the road, 6'2", 200-pounder. Bats right, throws right, a junior at Newman, so he'll step in. He's hitting a two thirty one clip so far this season. He's played in six games. First pitch to him. You're going to throw back, and back safely is Helsol. Did have to do a head first slide, but he's back there. Throw was offline. Ends up going towards second base, so he could not advance. Patton will step back in. He's down to the count at 0 and 1. Young on the mound. Hessel started like he was going to break for second, but did not. Now the throw over, he'll be up, standing up. In the on-deck circle, third baseman, Joseph Keelholz. So Patton still down in the count at 0-1. He'll foul that one off, out of play. So it'll be 0-2. So it'll be an 0-2 count, two outs here. Renegades have scored two. They still trail 4-2. Patton at bat has runner on first, and he's going to hit a chopper. And it's going to be gloved by the shortstop, who will mishandle it, and that'll be an error as he had it hit off the glove. And Patton's going to be standing at first base after... That mishandled ball, so it'll be first and second now. Third baseman, Joseph Kuhlholz, he steps in. Kuhlholz is from Bonnet Springs, Missouri, 5'11", 195-pounder. He's a left-handed batter, right-handed thrower, a freshman at Northwest Missouri State. So He's got a chance to possibly even give the Renegades the lead if he can get a long ball here. Runner on first and second. Kuhlholz, first pitch. Swing and a miss. That's what he was trying to do. That one 
down in the dirt, but couldn't lay off of it. So Keelholz will step out, tighten the batting gloves. Mudcats lead 4-2. Colin Demmel in the on-deck circle. Runners on first and second base. Keelholz rests that bat on his left shoulder. And he'll pick it up. And that one in there for strike two. He'll be down in the count at no balls and two strikes. That sun ever so close to going down behind the tree line. I think I can even feel it cooling off just a little bit. Maybe that's the breeze coming through. Young's 0-2 offering is going to be hit off the end of the bat, and it's going to go out of play, so that'll be foul ball. That goes way out of play down the third baseline. I think that ends up in the creek that surrounds the ballpark here. So the 0-2 pitch. On its way. That one in there for strike three. Frozen. And Q-Holes will be out number three. But the Renegades were able to put two runs on the board, cut that lead in half as they trail by four to two. We'll pause and be back after this break as you're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Parents. Catching kids being good is at the heart of every parenting strategy you'll find at boystown.org slash parenting. We've got parenting guides, articles, videos, quick tips, and even live parent talks on Facebook with Boystown experts. Visit boystown.org slash praise to receive your 10 ways to praise magnet. It's a great reminder to catch them being good. And the great parenting advice is just a click away. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Jelly Jelly adjective Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council We'll go to the top of the order again as the Mudcats batted around nine. Put up four runs there in the top of the first inning. So Zach Stewart shortstop, first pitch to Von Felt. Is high for ball one. Stewart took the third pitch he saw straight back up the middle and off the elbow of Dunbar. That one in the dirt. Ball two. Thought it hit Dunbar in the uh, bicep, but ended up, I think, hitting him right on the elbow. So he exited the game after pitching two-thirds of the first inning. That one downstairs. Ball three. We said it's a hot evening here at historic Ernie Vivian Field, but the sun looks like it is starting to go down behind the tree line. That pitch well outside, four-ball walk issued to Stewart. Seven, 
So right fielder Lucas Luce will step in. He was the first out of last inning. There were first out, second out on batters two and three, and then we had a whole host of RBIs and hits. So loose. Has a runner on first base. He'll hit a high fly ball to shallow right field. It'll be caught by Patton for the first out of the inning. So center fielder Josh Schweinhart will step in. As he also flew out to center field in his at-bat last inning. So runner on first base. That's Stewart after getting a walk. He'll draw a throw over there. He's safely back to the bag. So we play here top of the second inning, 4-2 ball game, Mudcats leading the Renegades. Next pitch on its way. That one misses just upstairs. And we'll make it a 1-0 count. That next pitch, that one also upstairs. That makes it 2-0. Alyssa, have you came to a ball game yet and not had a slushy? Have you came to a game yet and not had not had a slushy? Runner goes to second throw. Okay. So three oh count now. It's a good way to stay cool here at the ballpark. Just come by, watch some baseball and get a frozen icy. All kinds of goodies from the concession stand. Also some Renegades merchandise there too. That one inside. And it'll be a walk. Like it almost hit Swinehart, but he'll trot on down to first base. Again, Stewart on third base. Stole second. Stains a third base on that wild pitch. Grayson Barrett, first baseman, he steps in. He had a double, as we'll have time called. We'll have a conversation on the mound. We'll take a look here at some of the other action here in the Mink League. Let me get my page to refresh. So bottom of the third inning in Nevada, the Griffins leading the Kansas City Monarchs 3-2. Tied up at Sedalia as the Bombers hosting the Mustangs. That's tied 2-2. St. Joseph put a shellacking on Nevada last night as they scored a bunch of runs. They scored 23 runs in last night's game. And it says a final at Clarinda, even though the game had only been 42 minutes. Joplin Outlaws 2, the Clarinda A's who are hosting the game 0. That does say final, so they might have played earlier than 7. And then, of course, our game here at Vivian Field. Top of the second inning, 4-2 score. The Mudcats leading 
the Renegades. One out here. Runners on the corners. Next pitch that one downstairs. For ball one. Anderson comes up like he's going to throw, but does not. He's protecting that home plate in front of him. The Von Felt trying to settle himself down. 1-0 pitch. Swung on and missed. That one caught Anderson. And give him a second to catch his breath. One ball, one strike. One out here as we play in the top of the second inning. Mudcats leading 4-2. Bonfeld will throw over to first base. So we'll still be on a 1-1 count. I think I might have said one and two earlier, but it's one ball, one strike. Next pitch, swing on and miss. Now it'll be a one-two count. Bonfelt took a little off that pitch, and Barrett got his timing off. So one-two pitch with one out here. Bonfelt looks in, gets the sign he wants. Left-hander's throw. On his way, runner takes second. That one fouled off. So we'll do it again. So still runners on the corners. That's Stewart at third base. Swinehart at first base. One out here, top of the second inning. Four to two ball game in favor of the Mudcats. One two pitch. That one outside. I'll even the count. At two balls and two strikes. Decent amount of fans have made it out to the game, but still plenty of time for you to come out and catch some baseballs. That sun finally set behind the trees. Swing and a miss. And that is out number two as Barrett got caught trying to swing out of the zone. So now stepping in will be catcher Tanner Sears. He steps in. He's hitting a 278. He has four ribbies, five hits, including two doubles and one home run. So he'll have two on and two out here. Runner will go to second, and they're just going to let him take second. That ball was upstairs. So now it'll be runners on second and third. Sears ahead in the count at one. And oh. 1 0 pitch on its way. That one in the dirt. Anderson doing a nice job of keeping that in front of him. So it'll be two balls and no strikes, two outs here. Runners on second and third. Bonfeld will quickly check the runner at third. Looks in, gets the sign. There's the pitch. That one misses the outside corner. Didn't miss it by much. So Sears will be ahead at 3-0. Runners take a decent lead at third and at second. Let's pitch that one in the dirt. 
We're going to have bases loaded. And second walk of the inning issued. Left fielder Max Huntley, he will step in. He's sitting fourth in the team average at 364. He has eight hits. Does have eight strikeouts, two RBIs. Has a stolen base, and was caught stealing once. He is a bat with the bases loaded. Two outs here in the top of the second. First pitch to him in there for strike number one. Juanfeld trying to work out of the jam here. He's got. Next pitch. Be on its way. Swing and a miss. Big cut. Could not connect. Was Huntley. So that'll take it to no balls and two strikes. Two outs. Runners on all the way around the base path. Stewart at third. Swinehart at second. Sears at first. 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Ball in the dirt. And Anderson unable to get it as he slips. That'll be a run scores. Third baseman, Blake Failer. So he will step in. He hit a little blooper into right field for a single. So it's now a 5-2 ball game. The pitch upstairs. For ball one. That one in there for strike one. Even the count on one ball and one strike. Baylor hitting a 263 coming into tonight's game. Lights have been turned on here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. That one downstairs. Two balls and one strike to Baylor. Mudcats add another run to the board. They lead back by three now at five to two. Next pitch to Failer. Foul that one off. It'll go out of play. So I'll take it to two balls and two strikes. Well, they're exchanging baseballs. We'll have two balls, two strikes, two outs, and runners around the base path. That one misses for ball three. That looked like that was a pretty good pitch. Definitely could have been a pretty good pitch for Baylor to try to hit. So the 3-2 pitch, everybody goes, and they called strike three. Mick Vonfelt gets the strikeout and gets out of the inning after having the bases loaded twice and only gives up one run. But that does give the Mudcats back a three-run lead at 5-2. to two. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Wow. 
big things going on in the world lately. With so much confusion, it's easy to feel lost and overwhelmed. We all want to believe in something. And the most important cause of all is your amazing self. YourLifeYourVoice.org has answers and advice for teens who feel left out and are starting to doubt themselves. You have so much to offer. YourLifeYourVoice.org can help you find it. Eyes on the road, hands on the wheel, safely drive that automobile. Eyes on the road, hands on the wheel. Safely drive that automobile, eyes on the road, hands on the wheel, eyes on the road, hands on the wheel. We go to the bottom of the second inning as the Renegades trail five to two. They got out of the gym last inning, had bases loaded twice, but were able to get out of it. For the Renegades, they will send batters 8, 9, and 1 to the plate. That'll be shortstop in Colin Demmel. Demmel from Overland Park, Kansas, a 6-foot, 170-pounder. He bats and throws right. He's a freshman at Truman State. He steps in here, his team trailing by 3 at 5 to two. Demo hitting a 188 on the season. Does have three RBIs. He'll step in from the right-hand side of the plate. He said we play here bottom of the second. First pitch, swing and a miss for strike one. He's trying to cut that lead to two with a long ball. Young's next offering to him. That one low. Even the count at one ball and one strike. Down in Nevada, the Griffins are tied back up again with the Kansas City Monarchs at 3-3. Three to three. That's bottom of the fourth. Bombers are hosting the Mustangs. They're tied 2-2, two two, bottom of the second. 1-1 pitch on its way. That one's going to be fouled off. Goes out of play. So I'll take it to one ball and two strikes. Center fielder David Dell will be in the on-deck circle. And then back to the top of the lineup in Caden Deal. So the 1-2 pitch. That one's on its way. That one in the dirt. Take the count to two balls and two strikes. Renegades were able to score two runs in the last inning. But in the top of the second, Mudcats score one to take that lead back to three, five to two. That one swung on and missed, and they'll say uh, that is out number one. Now batting center fielder David Dell. He is from right here in Jefferson City, six foot, 170 pounder. He's Right-handed batter, right-handed thrower. He's a freshman at Columbia College. 
He will step in. Alyssa, get back from the net. He'll foul that one back. I think it'll be okay out there. It's fine. It'll be okay. Just step back from the net so you don't get hit. So Dell will be down in the count at one ball and one strike. One out here as we play in the bottom of the second. Next pitch to him. That one misses upstairs. That'll take the count to one ball and one strike. So the 1-1 pitch with one out on its way. That one inside. Almost hit him in the knees. I'll take it to two balls and one strike. So one out here as Dell at bat. He'll lift the bat off his shoulders. He'll swing and a miss for strike number two. Now we'll take it to two balls and two strikes. One out here in the bottom of the second inning. It is a five to two Mudcat lead. Dell again lifts that bat off his shoulder. He's ready. That one downstairs. That'll take the count to full at three balls and two strikes. So Dell has to protect the plate, but he has a chance to get on base with one out here. Whether you hit it in play or take a walk. And he's going to hit a chopper through the gap at third base, and he'll be at first base with a nice single. Must have been listening to me talking about him. Now stepping in will be second baseman Caden Deal. As it's really been for most of the season, it's been a uh, hot race between him and Mize for the Better average to lead the team. He's hitting second at a 385. Mize is hitting a team leading 389. So they are split by .004. So runner on first base, one out here. That one's going to be fouled out of play over the third base dugout. So Deal will be down in the count at 1-0. The sun finally going down behind the tree line. It's starting to cool off here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. A one pitch. That one's going to be a chopper and hit to second base and off the second baseman's glove and into right field. And it's going to be runners at the corner. I got to say, that was an athletic play, too, by the second base umpire. That was a hot shot ball hit to him, and he got out of the way. So it will now be still one out with runners on the corners. Brady Voss will step in. He had a single straight up the middle in the first inning. He's got two on, one out here. Young's first offering to Voss is on its way. Runner will go to second, throw down to second, and they're going to say he's out. So, that'll be a caught stealing. So, that'll be out number two. 
as Deal was trying to get on second base and just didn't get quite the jump start he needed. 0-1 pitch. Well, I called it. I called it earlier when I said that Voss, I would expect nothing less than him to get hit tonight, and guess what? He got hit. So he is plunked in the back of the head. That's almost the second time. Well, it's the second time now. Last night he got hit in the back of the head. He must have now have the uh, bullseye on the back of his helmet instead of on the left elbow protector, the left padding and plastic piece that he wears to protect his leading elbow. So he will be standing on first base. First baseman Carter Mice steps in. He had a single in the first inning. He's got two on to work with here. First pitch to him well upstairs for ball one. Mize, as we said, hitting a team leading 389 average. He's got 14 hits, including two home runs and four RBIs. He knows how to hit it out of this ballpark. 1-0 pitch. That one's on its way. Long ball, but it's not going to be long enough to leave the park, but it will be a single as he'll be standing on first base and a run will score as Dell will come in from third base. So... Mize has a two-for-two game, and he's got another RBI to his credit as he bloops that into right field. And Brady Voss, he will be standing on third base. So, again, runner and scorer position as Hamilton Anderson hit into a sack fly. Did have the first run of the game on that sack fly. He'll step in, a lead cut to two at five to three. Two runners on, two out. First pitch to him. Gets the outside corner of the plate for strike one. He is also near the top. So he is lead he is third in the team, hitting a 379. Oh one pitch to him, that one downstairs in the dirt. And I'll take it to one ball and one strike. So coming into the game, Mize has a team leading 389. Deal has a team second. Place at 385 and third place among the team is 379 with Anderson. One more pitch, that one upstairs for ball two. The on deck circle will be Caden uh, Helsel. So Helsel in the on deck circle, he might have a chance to bat. Anderson ahead in the count at two balls and one strike. Young's next offering. It's going to be a bouncing ball hit back to Young. He'll glove it. He'll throw over to first base to get the out. And a 1-3 put out. And that will take us to the end of the inning. However, the Renegades were able to get one run on the board, so they cut that lead back to two at 5-3. to three. We'll pause and be back, and we'll have the top of the third inning. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Meet Norm. He lives with anxiety. But with the help of this latest innovation from Be Normal, he can be normal. Just like everyone else. With the swipe of a finger, you can project happiness, confidence, machismo. Why settle for being real when you can be normal? 
the normal maker. New from Be Normal. This item doesn't really work because there's no such thing as normal. We're all different. What we like, how our brains work. In fact, one in five of us live with mental illness. Don't filter who you are. Start by talking to someone you trust. And remember, there is no normal. It doesn't matter how you say it, as long as you say it often. Praise your child at least four times for every time you correct them, and you'll be on your way to raising a confident, caring kid. 4 to 1 Praise is just one of the many parenting tools from the experts at Boystown. Visit boystown.org praise to receive your 10 ways to praise magnet. It's a great reminder to keep it positive and that helpful parenting advice is just a click away. We go to the top of the third inning, both teams having scored one run in their half of the second inning. As the Renegades cut that lead back down to two at five to three, taking a look at the other games across the Mink League. Non-league action tonight for the Griffins. They're hosting the Kansas City Monarchs. They're leading top of the fifth inning at six to three. The St. Joseph Mustangs, they're on the road at Sedalia. They have reclaimed the lead back to four to two. That's top of the third inning. And uh, Clarinda says it was 2-0 final as the Joplin Outlaws beat the Clarinda A's. So leading off the inning will be batter number eight. First pitch, fouled it off. That is Wes Bransgard. He's down on the count at 0-1. Still on the mound is Mick Von Felt. The 0-1 delivery. That one outside. Ball one. As Dunbar only pitched two-thirds of an inning because he got hit by the first batter. He sent the ball straight back up the middle, hit him on the left elbow. There's a uh, ball that's going to be a base hit into right field as Patton comes over and gets it. He'll throw over to second, so it'll be a leadoff single. For Bransgard. Second baseman, Petey Taylor, he will step in now. He is a left handed batter. Taylor hitting the second best clip for the team at 400. He's listed at six foot hundred and sixty pounds. First pitch to him shows bunt. Takes it for a ball. That pitch was outside. Taylor, a freshman at Oakland University. Doesn't have his hometown listed. Throw to first base. Nothing doing there as Ransgard is on first base. So Taylor will step back in. He's ahead in the count at one ball and no strikes. Next one to him. That one's going to be fouled off into the net. So that will even the count at one ball and one strike. As we're just after 8.06 here 
at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. Blake Gasaway here with you on the Show Me Sports Network. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast. Next pitch, show bunt. And it'll be to Vonfeld over to first base to get the out. And a fielder's choice. But that does advance the runner. Now we go back to the top of the lineup. And shortstop Zach, shortstop Zach Stewart is a 1-3 put out. So Stewart is two for two. Going to have a conversation on the mound. As Vaughn felt his night is going to be done. So he will jog to the bench as he pitched one and two-thirds innings. Now we'll see who we have. Should be DJ Seelbach. Double check and make sure that's who is there. So DJ Seelbach will come on the mound now. So Seelbach. Has a different number, but that is DJ. He will come in. Yes, we'll get the line for him. A second, let me get my computer to work here. So DJ, a 6'3", 190-pound Junior at Chowan. He is from Topeka, Kansas. He's a right-handed thrower. He will be on the mound. We'll take a look at the other Mink League action games. He's just about set. Again, top of the fifth inning. Nevada still leads 6-3. to three. Bottom of the third, the Mustangs are leading the Bombers 4-2 to two at Sedalia. And earlier today, the Clarinda A's hosted the Outlaws. They lost 2 to nothing to Joplin. We'll see a balk into the ball game now. As we play here in the top of the third inning, one out, runner on second base. So shortstop, Zach Stewart. Will step in. He is two for two, has reached first base twice now. He had that leadoff single that hit the elbow and the throwing arm of Dunbar to take him out of the game. So one out here, first pitch, that one in inside, ball one. So one ball and no strikes here. The 1-0 pitch. That one's down central for strike number one. So that'll even the count at one ball and one strike with one out here as we play top of the third inning. 
The Mudcats five, Renegades three. So the 1-1 pitch with one out from Seelbach is on its way. That one's fouled off. That'll be strike number two. One out here in the inning. Stewart again, a right-handed batter. He'll step back in. He'll tap home plate a couple times, swing his bat around. Now he says he's ready. Seelbox. Next pitch with the runner on second base. He'll check the runner a second time. Now the next pitch on its way. That one upstairs. That'll take the count to two balls and two strikes. We said it's cooled off nicely here at the ballpark after the sun went down behind the tree line just outside of the third base, the first base line. 2-2 pitch on its way. Swing and a miss. Four strike. That'll be out number two. Now stepping in right fielder Lucas Luce. He's flown out to center field and flown out to right field. He is 0 for 2 at the plate. Seelbach trying to get out of the inning and put a goose egg up on the board there for the Mudcats. First offering from him. That one inside. Upstairs, ball one. Might have been a hair. A little bit of chin music right there. So one ball, no strikes here. Two outs, runner on second base. That's Bransgard. Seal box. Next delivery, that one fouled off. Took a little bit off of that one, so that takes it to one ball and one strike. So it'll be one ball and one strike. Two outs here with a runner, as I said, standing on second base. Seelbach finally gets the sign he wants. Anderson sets up behind the plate. Pitch on its way. That one upstairs. Ball two. It'll be two balls and one strike. We said we play here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. Mike Gazaway here with you. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast. 5-3 Five to three Mudcat lead right now. Two outs. That pitch inside. I'll take it to three balls and one strike. Two outs here in the top of the third inning. That's five runs on seven hits and two errors for the Mudcats. Three runs, five hits, and one error for the Renegades. That pitch upstairs walked him. So now they will have two outs with runners on first and second. Center fielder Josh Schweinhart will step in. E.J. Seelbach trying to get out of the inning here. Two outs. Schweinhart steps in. He walked the last time he was out, and he flew out. To center field. 
Thielbach will look in. Gets the sign he wants. First pitch from him. That one upstairs for ball one. So it'll be one ball. No strikes. On two outs here. Runners on first and second. 1-0 pitch. That one is going to be a hit. Tried to pull it back. And Mize will get it and tag him on the way by. And they will say out number three. He was trying to pull his bat back and made connection. So Mize will get the unassisted out by tagging the runner. But that will be the third out of the inning. So no damage done as we go to the bottom of the third inning. Renegades Trail 5-3. to three. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Set the bar high and just go for it. You are destined for greatness. Is it my imagination or is everyone telling me I'm already the next big thing? Find your perfect self and follow your dreams. My dreams weren't going so well. For some reason, life was feeling dark and I couldn't snap out of it. All I needed was a little support and a few new ideas. Your life, yourvoice.org, helped me get my life back on track. I can take it from here. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel. But now there are vaccines, and they are the very first step that let us get back to what we miss most. It's okay to have questions. Is it safe? Should I wait? Now? Get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision when vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Jake Young will be still on the mound for the Mudcats. He checks that one. Over home plate and back to the uh, netting here as he enters his third inning of work here. Renegades trail by two at five to three. As they'll lead off with hitters four, five, and six. Let me turn my book here. They will lead off with hitters five, six, and seven. I'll be designated hitter in Caden Helsel. So Helsel, he had an RBI single in the first inning. So he will step in, right-handed batter. Nobody aboard here. He's going to hit a long fly ball to left field. Coming in as a left fielder, he'll make the running grab for out number one. He gave it a ride, but not far enough. So that'll be out number one. Right fielder Andrew Patton, he had a single, his only a bat of the game. So one out here as we play bottom of the third inning. First pitch, that one bounced to home plate. That'll be ball one. Patton hitting a 231 clip coming into tonight's game. Pitch. That one misses for ball two. 
It'll be two balls, no strikes, and one out here. Mudcat still leading five to three. Next pitch, he's going to hit a hot shot, caught by the third baseman, snags it out of the air, throws over to first in time. It was a hot shot bouncing ball. Throw over on a 5-3 put out. We're out number two. Third baseman, Joseph Kilholz, he will step in. In the on-deck circle will be a shortstop. Colin Demmel. If we make it that far, Q-Holes, left-handed batter. He'll step in, swing and a miss. Got him crossed up there, so he'll be down in the count at 0-1. Young trying to make it a 1-2-3 inning. Next pitch to him, swing and a miss, that one in the dirt. Fooled him on that for strike number two. Gilhalls will step out. Tighten the batting gloves. Tap home plate a couple times with the bat. Now he's ready. Shake that bat a little bit. Young's 0-2 offering to him. And he's going to hit it on a bouncer to first base. He'll glove it. Step on the bag. Four out to number three. So they were... Three batters up and three batters down in the bottom of the third inning. So we'll pause and be back as uh, still same score, 5-3 to three lead for the Mudcats as we'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10. Doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! If you've been denied Social Security benefits... Get the representation and compensation you deserve when you choose the law office of Russ Swanigan. With over 25 years of experience, our experienced attorney will fight for you, no matter what your case may entail. He handles legal matters in SSDI, SSI, denied benefits, and more. Give us a call today for your free case evaluation or visit us online to learn more. We go to the top of the fourth inning as the Mudcats will send hitters four, five, and six to the plate. That'll be led off by first baseman Grayson Bonnet. EJ Seelbach still on the mound. His first offering, that one outside, ball one. Bonnet will dig back in. One ball, no strikes here. First batter of the inning. 1-0 pitch. That one gets the outside corner of the plate for strike one. So one ball and one strike. Pitch on its way, and that one's going to be hit a mile but foul. That thing was turned on, 
and it's probably still traveling. But it goes out of play along the first base line. So it'll be one ball and two strikes. No outs here. First pitch, that one's going to be fouled back. So we'll still keep it at one and two. So Seabach will look back in. One-two pitch. On its way. That one's going to be a chomper again. Hit foul. It's going to be gathered into the net over by first base. So that'll be a one-two count. He's going to hit that one into right field, and that's going to drop and go to the fence as Patton comes over, and he'll be going to three as he's held up at second base, so we'll be a leadoff double as Barrett crushes that ball and has a leadoff double. Now stepping in will be catcher Tanner Sears. So Sears will step in. He has an RBI double as well as a walk in the game. So he will step in, has a runner on second base with nobody out here after Bonnet gets a leadoff double. We're still seeing a two-run lead here for the Mudcats. He'll show Bunt, take it for a strike. So Sears will be down in the count at 0-1. Five to three ball game so far in favor of the Mudcats. Seelbach will look in. Checks the runner at second. Checks him a second time. Now it's pitched to home plate. That one misses outside for ball one. And I'll take it to one ball and one strike. As we said, we play here in the top of the fourth inning. Here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. One-one offering. That one's going to be hit off the end of the bat. It's uh, Mize going back, and it's going to get out of play. That goes out of play past the first base dugout. So that will take it to one ball and two strikes. Nobody out here, one runner on. As the Renegades trail by two at five to three. One ball, two strikes. Sealbox next offering. That one's going to be fouled off just about the same place. So it'll still be a 1-2 count with nobody out. Runner on second base. That is Bonnet after he got the leadoff double. Sears rests the bat on his shoulder. Now he'll pick it up. Next offering to him. That one upstairs. He ducks out of the way. 
That'll take the count to two balls and two strikes. It's been a long at bat here. Several pitches fouled off. This will be pitch number six of the at bat. 2-2 pitch. That one outside. So that'll take the count to full at three balls and two strikes. And Sears catching tonight's ball game. He had a RBI double in the first inning and walked in the second inning. So 3-2 pitch on its way. That one's going to be fouled. Mize coming over trying to get it, and it'll go out of play as he runs out of real estate and ends up at the fence. So we'll do the 3-2 pitch again. So three balls, two strikes, runner on second base. Seelbach looks in, gets the sign, checks the runner. Now his next delivery is on the way. That one inside for ball four. So Sears will go down to first base with a walk. Left fielder Max Huntley, he's had an RBI single. And he reached first last time up as he had a pitch he swung on that was in the dirt, or rather out of the uh, glove of Hamilton and over to the fence, and he was able to reach first base safely. So two on, nobody out here. First pitch to Huntley. I'll be in there for strike one. So he will be down in the count at 0-1. I have time called. And Seelbach will step off the rubber. Now he'll get back on it. He'll go through the stretch, get the sign he wants. Oh, one offering. That one's going to be a hard hit ball to right field, and that's going to bounce and go over the wall. For a ground roll double, and that will score another run. That thing was a well-hit ball as Patton was going back on it, and he ran out of real estate, and it will be an RBI ground roll double. So now runners standing on second and third, no out here. And is that back to a three-run lead at 6-3? to three. Third baseman Blake Failer steps in. He had a single and has a strikeout looking. First pitch to him. That one's going to be a chopper hit to third base, gloving it over to first base for the out. And they'll throw back to try to get the double play. No doing there. That does score another RBI. So now it's a 7-3 ball game. Just one out here. So one out here. 
as runner on third base. Stepping in is designated hitter, West. Pitch outside, West Bransgard. He is two for two on the night with two singles. Hassel has an RBI to his name. A lead back to four now at seven to three. Next pitch, that one outside. Ball two. So it'll be two balls, no strikes, and one out here as we play in the top of the fourth inning. Two runs have been scored by the Mudcats, just one out. 2-0 pitch on its way, that one fouled back. I will take the count to two balls and one strike. Two balls and one strike with one out. Seelbach looks back in just after 8.30 here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. Next pitch on its way, that one outside. So I'll take the count to three balls and one strike. We said just after 8.30 here. At the ballpark, Blake Gasaway here with you on the Show Me Sports Network. So three balls and one strike. One out here, runner on third base. Next pitch, that one outside, walked him. So now it'll be runners on the corners with one out. See, they're checking to see if pitcher in the bullpen is ready. Can't tell. Thought maybe that's what they were doing. I can't really tell if anybody's down there. So, second baseman Petey Taylor, he will step in. He's the sixth batter of the inning. Runners on the corners at first and third. One out. He'll foul that one into the net. So he'll go down to the count at 0 and 1. He has struck out and hit into a fielder's choice, so he's 0 of 2. One out, as we said here in the top of the fourth inning. As it's a 7-3 ball game. Next pitch. That one's fouled off almost in the same spot. So that will put him down to the count at 0-2. That lead back to 4 at 7-3. For the Mudcats. Seelbach will look in. He'll get the sign he wants. There's the pitch. That one outside. Throw down to first base. A little high throw, but runner was able to get back. That'll be a 1-2 count with one out here. Runners on the corners. As two runs have been scored in this top of the fourth inning. Runner will go to second. That ball is going to go foul, so they'll do it again. This game has slowed down where we started it at. So one ball, two strikes. One out here. 
as we play in the top of the fourth inning. That pitch is going to be a slow roller, bouncing ball hit to Mize. He'll underhand it over to Seelbach, and he will get the out, but the run will score, and it's now an 8-3 to ball game. That goes down as a 3-1 put out. But it's an RBI, so it makes that lead to 5 at 8-3. to Now back to the top of the lineup will go. And shortstop Zach Seward, he will step in. He has had a single, a walk, and a strikeout. As a runner on second base, two outs here. First offering to him. That one behind him to the net, and runner's going to go down to third base. That one too far outside. Hamilton Anderson is going to have to adjust the straps on his gear after that. Seelbach looks back in. Runner on third base. Two outs. This is now an 8-3 Mudcat lead. 1-0 pitch on its way. That one's a high fly ball. Hit towards left center field going back. And that one is... Going to be hauled in and over the shoulder catch by Voss as that will end the inning. However, they were able to score three runs, so they lengthened that lead back to five at eight to three. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021. It's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. What do you think you're doing, Kevin? I was just going to drive home. Ah, ah, ah. There are several warning signs present that you shouldn't be driving. Like hearing voices? Like your text-to-emoji ratio? Oh, man. The selfies. (laughs) Selfies. Nailed it. We all have warning signs that let us know that we're probably not okay to drive. Mine is pretending to be your subconscious. Craig, come on, man. Let's put a ride home. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning. As three runs scored in that last inning for the Mudcats, who lead by five at eight to three. As the Renegades have their work to do, they'll send batters eight, nine, and one to the plate. Shortstop Colin Dimmel will step in, and the on-deck circle will be center fielder David Dell. And then back to the top of the lineup in Caden Deal.
Demmel steps in, has a strikeout in the game so far. Big cut and a miss there for strike one. The demo will step back in. He's down to the count at 0-1. Next pitch, big cut and a miss for strike two. Now he's got to protect the plate as he's down and no balls and two strikes. Check some eight league scores here in just a little while. Let's pitch that one outside for ball one. So I'll take the count to one and two. Nevada hosting the Kansas City Monarchs. That used to be the Kansas City T-Bones team. They've been rebranded and renamed. They're leading seven to three. That at Nevada. Swung on a miss for strike three. That'll be the first out of the inning. Center fielder David Dell will step in. He had a single into left field. The St. Joseph Mustangs on the road at Sedalia. Bombers have cut the lead in half, but they still trail the Mustangs 4-3. to three. And then uh, at Clarinda, they must not be live scoring it because now it says the Clarinda A's are ahead 5-4. to four. It says final, but it was a final earlier with a different score. First pitch to Dell downstairs, four ball one. Well, they apparently having some problems with their point streak system. So one ball, no strikes. One out here to Dell. Young still on the mound. That's going to be a ball hit sharply to the second baseman, and it is going to be caught on the fly for out number two. So two outs here in the inning. As now back to the top of the lineup, Second baseman, Caden Deal. He's had a fly out to the shortstop and had a single into center field for his two at-bats so far in the game. Young looking in his team ahead, 8-3. to three. Swing and a miss at a ball in the dirt. And I'll put Deal down. And 0-1. In the on-deck circle, Brady Foss, Mr. HBP. He's been hit 10 times now. That pitch outside. I'll take the count to one ball and one strike. We said Brady has been hit 10 times. That pitch drops in there for strike number two. So one ball, two strikes, two outs here as we play in the bottom of the fourth inning. It is an 8-3 to three ball game. Mudcats leading. That one's a high fly ball, but it's going to be ripped foul. It'll go over the bullpen for the Mudcats. See, somebody's down there throwing and getting stretched out, warmed up. One ball, two strikes, two outs here as we play in the bottom of the fourth. Next pitch on its way. That one in the dirt. That one bottom fell out of it before it crossed through the strike zone. So that takes the count to two and two here. Young will stare in. 
2-2 pitch. That one downstairs. We'll take it to full at three balls and two strikes. So Deal has a full count. That pitch bounces to home plate, and Deal will be issued a two-out walk. Now stepping in, left fielder Brady Voss, who apparently wears a bullseye on the back of his helmet and on the guard on his left elbow because he has been hit ten times. Mind you, we've only played ten games this season. This is game number ten, so he's averaging at least one hit per game. He had four in one game. So two outs here, runner on first base as he steps in. Young's first offering. Big cut and a miss there. Four strike one. Boss has had a single straight up the middle and hit by pitch. Be his third at bat of the night. He's down in the count at 0-1. Deal will lead off on first base. The 0-1 pitch. That one in there for strike two. Boss has got to protect the plate. Young looking to get out of the inning here without any damage done as the Mudcats lead 8-3. to 0-2 pitch to Voss. Will be on its way shortly. That one's way outside. That'll take it to one ball and two strikes. So it'll be a 1-2 count. Young's next delivery on its way. That one a high fly ball hit towards left field. And coming over making the catch is Huntley for the third out of the inning. So they leave a runner on the base path and unable to put any runs up. So we'll go to the top of the fifth inning. As you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. It costs so little to teach a child to love and so much to teach him to hate. These simple but profound words from our founder are at the core of each parenting strategy you'll find at boystown.org slash parenting. Teach me respect. Teach me patience. Teach me love. Visit boystown.org slash magnet to receive a teach love magnet as a reminder that the change we want to see in our world begins at home. And Boystown is there to help along the way. America's veterans have always stepped up and made great sacrifices. But with the COVID-19 crisis, many veterans are struggling to make ends meet or get the care they need. DAV has helped ill and injured veterans for 100 years, but today the need is greater than ever. You can help. Go to DAV.org to help provide critical support to veterans in need or to learn more about DAV's free programs and services supporting veterans. We go to the top of the fifth inning. So far, it's been mostly Mudcats, at least in the last couple innings. 
They have eight runs on nine hits and two errors. For the Renegades, they've got three runs on five hits and one error. As we sit at a score of eight to three. So Lucas Luce, the right fielder, will lead off with hitters two, three, and four. In the on-deck circle, Josh Swinehart, the center fielder, and first baseman Grayson Barnett will be up after that. So Luce has had two pop-outs and a walk. Sealbox still on the mound, first offering. Swing and a miss for strike one. He will be down in the count. Step back in. Sealbox next, next offering. That one's in there for strike two. Well, he had some good movement there. Got it to slide across the plate and be called strike two. No balls, two strikes. Nobody out here is the first batter faced in the top of the fifth inning. Five-run lead for the Mudcats. Next pitch on its way. That one downstairs bounces back to the net. So I'll take it to one ball and two strikes. As we said, it's turned into a beautiful night here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. Pretty much once that sun goes down, it's a nice evening at the ballpark. Just pretty miserable till it goes down. One-two pitch, that one on its way, swing and a miss. And we'll do it again. So that was foul tipped, so. Still a one ball, two strike count. Said hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Wide open stance here for loose. He's got that left foot way back in the batter's box. Now he'll move it up, and he'll hit a bouncing ball to second base. Gloved throw over. That's deal demise for out number one. That'll be a 4-3 put out. That'll be out number one. Center fielder Josh Schweinhart. He is flied out to center field, had a walk, and was out on a slow roller hit to third base. Sorry, first base, rather. We said hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be bringing you the games all season long. Blake Gazaway here with you. If you haven't done so already, be sure and like our Facebook page. Just look up showmesportsnetwork.com as well. One out here, first pitch to Swinehart. That one in there for strike one. We do try to post a lot of things on social media, so be sure and like our Facebook page. If you haven't done so already, sure, we, you can always share our post. You can share the page. You can tell everybody about us. We're the official home for Renegades Baseball. That's going to be a high fly ball hit to center field. Going back on it, and it's going to be off the wall as Dell couldn't find it. And safely at second base is going to be Swinehart. He sent that thing a mile high, and it hits off the fence. That's straight away. 375 feet. Nothing went about 373 feet. So he'll have a one-out double to his credit. First baseman Grayson Barrett will step in. He's a left-handed batter. He's had an RBI double, a strikeout, and a double last inning to lead off 
the top of the fourth inning. So he's got a runner on second base with one out. So we play in the top of the fifth inning. Next pitch to him. Outside ball one. They put the shift on. Hamilton directs some traffic and tells Patton to move over to his left and right field. So move him further right and right field. 1-0 pitch, that one on its way, that one outside. That'll take the count to two balls and no strikes. So Barrett. Has two balls, no strikes, one out, runner on second base. Next pitch on its way, that one in the dirt. Anderson does a nice job to keep it in front of him. And we have time called. So they're going to go ahead and walk Barrett. So he will trot on down to first base. Catcher and Tanner Sears will step in. He's had an RBI double and back-to-back walks. He sheds the catcher's gear. And he takes the stroll to the right-handed batter's box. His team leads by five at eight to three. One out here in the top of the fifth inning. Runners on first and second. Runner will go to third. Going to be throw down there. And they're going to say safe. He got under the tag. That looked awful close, but it will be a stolen base. So Swinehart will be down at third base. Barrett standing at first. That pitch to Sears. First one was a ball. It'll be a 1-0 count. Seal box still on the mound. That one in there for strike. That evens the count to one ball and one strike. So 1-1 count with one out here. Seal box will look in. Check the runner. At first base. Next delivery and a bouncing ball is going to get through the gap into right field. And I'll score one run and runners will be on third and the ball just went into the dugout. So now it'll score two runs. So now it's 10 to 3. Sears just hits it right where nobody could put a glove on it. We're going to have a conversation on the mound. I will score two more runs as it's now a 10-3 ball game. Seal box night's going to be done. Stepping in, let me check my roster.
I'll have a 38 on my roster. So we'll tell you who the mystery pitcher is here in just a second. This will be Carson Wiebe. So Wiebe steps in. He is here from uh, Jefferson City, so a hometown boy. He's 6'3", 175-pounder, throws right-handed, and he will be a freshman. Check to see what his lineup is in uh, just a minute. As we said, we be on the mound. Four, the Renegades. He enters with an ERA of 4.5. He's pitched in two games. Had two innings pitched and has given up two hits, two walks, but had three strikeouts. So that is his line for entering the contest tonight. Taking a look at the make league scoreboard. Well, it's bottom of the eighth inning. Nevada still leading the KC Monarchs. It's now 7-3. to three. Bottom of the fifth inning, Mustangs at Sedalia. They're leading 4-3. to three. And Clorinda still leading the Joplin Outlaws at 5-4. to four. The left fielder, Max Huntley, will step in. One out here. Runner on third base. Two runs have been scored in the inning. It's now a 10-7 ball game. First pitch from Weeby. That one upstairs. Ball one. Huntley has had an RBI single. Reached first safely on a pitch in the dirt. He'll foul that one off, so that'll put it a one and one. And he had a ground roll double. RBI in the last inning. A 1-1 count. He's going to hit a little blooper, and it's going to drop into right field, and that'll be an RBI single as Sears will score. And we'll make it an 11-3 ball game. Still just one out here as we play in the fifth inning. Third baseman, Blake Failer. Steps in, he's had a single, a strikeout, and had a fielder's choice last time he was up. High pitch, runner goes to second, throw down is going to be not in time. So the Mudcats being very aggressive on the base path. Huntley gets a stolen base, he's now standing at second. First pitch to Fahler was a ball. He'll be heading the count at 1-0. Weeby wheels back but does not throw to second base. So the 1-0 offering on its way. That's a fly ball hit to center field off the end of the bat. Coming over making the grab is Voss from left field. That will be... 
out number two. So designated hitter, Wes Brangard will step in. So Brangard steps in. He has had two singles, an RBI in there, and a walk last time he was at bat. Bransgard has a runner on second base. First pitch to him high and outside for ball one. So it'll be a 1-0 count. With two outs here as we play top of the fifth inning. Next pitch, that one upstairs. Ball two. Twelve hits now acquired for the Mudcats. They have two errors. Just five hits and one error for Renegades. Big cut and a miss there. That'll make it two balls and one strike. So the 2-1 offering on its way. That one downstairs. I say he... Walked as well as they'll send runner down, Huntley down to third base. So Bransgard steps back in, has a 3-1 count. Two outs, a pitch. It was downstairs. It was, but they said he balked before that last pitch. So that'll make it 3 1. That one's going to be a foul ball, hot shot down the first baseline. He said the Two pitches ago didn't count. That's why they moved the runner to third base, even though Weeby delivered it to home plate. So three balls, two strikes, and two outs here. Weebies. Next pitch on its way. That one upstairs for ball four. So now it'll be runners on the corners. Two outs here. Stepping in will be Petey Taylor, the second baseman. He will be the eighth batter of the inning for the Mudcats. He's a left-handed batter, has a strikeout, an RBI with two fielders' choices in there. First pitch, swing and a miss for strike one. He will step back in from the left-hand side of the plate. It windmill the bat a couple times. Now shaking in front of his head. Now he gets set with the bat cocked and ready. Next pitch on his way. Reached out and couldn't connect on that one. So he will be down in the count at 0-2. 
No balls, two strikes, two outs here. It's 11-3, Mudcat lead. Weebies, 0-2 offering on its way. That one's a high fly ball, and that's going to drop and go to the wall in center field. That'll score one, and it's going to score the second. He doesn't go. They gave him the stop sign at third base, but it'll be a double. That was a long hit ball, and it's an RBI double. A hit to center field. So now they lead 12-3. to They've scored four runs here in this top of the fifth inning. Now back to the top of the order in Zach Stewart, the shortstop. He has two aboard with two out here. He is the ninth batter of the inning. Second time now we've had nine batters come to plate for the Mudcats. Weeby's next pitch. That one upstairs, ball one. Like to see him try to get out here without giving up any more damage in the inning, but also because it makes it hard to score when you bat more than nine batters in an inning. That pitch in there for strike one. Should say hard to score from the score from the uh, scorecard side. But then you got to start shifting things around. 1-1 one, one pitch. Swing on and miss. I'll take the count to one ball and two strikes. One-two pitch from Weeby forthcoming. That one upstairs and a bit outside. That'll take the count to two balls and two strikes. Runners on second and third. 12 to 3, Mudcat lead. Next pitch. That one in there for strike three, and the inning is done. But there were four runs scored in the inning as the Mudcats now lead by a score of 12 to 3. We'll pause here and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Every year, 4.5 million young adults between the ages of 18 and 24 visit the ER. It's every parent's nightmare. Umergency gives you all the tools you need to quickly and effectively manage your family's emergency. Umergency provides instant access to vital resources customized to your student's campus and local community, digital consent form, and built-in urgent alert button. Umergency gives you peace of mind when you need it most. Download your Umergency app now. As the COVID-19 vaccines become available, you may be asking yourself, should I get it? Will it help me get back to doing the things I love, like meeting friends or traveling? And can I do it without putting my family at risk? You've got questions, that's normal. So visit GetVaccineAnswers.org for the latest information on the COVID-19 vaccines. Getting back to the moments we miss starts with getting informed. It's up to you. A message brought to you by the Ad Council and the CDC. Shut the 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 shut the
We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Jake Young still on the mound, having a complete game so far. As he has pitched a pretty decent game. Got a little squirrely in the first inning. Gave up one run in the second inning, but other than that, he's pitched a pretty solid game. Leading off will be batters 3, 4, and 5. That's first baseman Carter Mize. Catcher Han- Han- Hamilton Anderson will be in the on-deck circle. And then designated hitter Caden Helsel will be set to bat third. So Mize is 2 for 2. Tonight has an RBI, so has one of those three runs. First pitch to him. It's going to be a hot shot hit to right field. It's going to be caught by a diving right fielder. And he was robbed of a base hit there. Nice job, though, of the right fielder and loose to lay out for the ball and get out number one. Catcher Hamilton Anderson, he will step in. He's 0 for 2 on the night. So he will step in. He's done a great job behind the plate tonight. He's had quite a few balls that he's had to work to keep in front of him. First pitch to him, that one outside, ball one. So it'll be one ball and no strikes. One out here as we play in the bottom of the fifth inning. Next pitch. It's going to be another hot shot, and that one's going to be fair as he got it to go. Into the corner, and it's going to be a ground roll double. He just put some wood on that and got her to go out of the park with one bounce. So he will be standing on second base with one out here. Designated hitter Caden Helsel will step in. He's a Right-handed batter has an RBI single, led off the uh, his first at-bat with that in the first inning, has a fly out to left field. So has Anderson at second base, has a good lead over there. They don't really hold him on. First pitch upstairs for ball one. So Young will look back in. He'll be... Checking the runner at second. He'll be throwing his pitch in a moment. 1-0 pitch. That one fouled straight back. And we'll take it to one ball and one strike. Right fielder Andrew Patton in the on-deck circle. We play here in the bottom of the fifth inning. One out. Is a one-to-one Pitch count right now. That one fouled off the catcher. It'll be a one ball, two strike count. Catcher in Sears says he is okay. He will be back behind the plate. Young will step back in. Runner on second base with one out here. It is a 12-3 ball game. The Mudcats leading the Renegades. 1-2 pitch. We'll be in just a minute as we have time called. Young taking too long. 
Get the sign he wants. Hessel will step back in. Runner on second. That's Anderson. Next pitch is going to be a chopper, and it's going to be stopped by a diving shortstop, but no throw there as Anderson will retreat back to second. And it'll be runners on first and second with one out here. As right fielder Andrew Patton, he will step in. He has a single hit right up the middle and was hit into a 5-3 putout. So Patton has two on, one out here. His team trailing by nine at 12-3. Young's next delivery. That's going to be a little blooper. Hit into shallow left field, and it's going to get there. And he'll misplay it, is left, does the left fielder, and it's going to score one run. Now they're going to score two. They're going to throw home, but he will be in t- safely as Patton has a two-run little blooper into left field. So he's going to get credit for two RBIs. So third baseman, Joseph Kuholz, he will step in. He's had a strikeout and was uh, out at first base on an unassisted three put out. So now it's a 12-5 to five ball game. Kuholz has one out, runner on second base. Young will check the runner. That's Patton. First pitch, outside ball one. Renegade showing some life here in this inning. They scored two, trying to add to that. Keel holds ahead in the count at 1-0. That one's going to bounce. Patton's not going to go to third base. That one didn't get very far from the catcher. And we're going to have time called as they're going to have a meeting on the mound. We'll take a look at... The other Mink League action. As bottom of the eighth inning, the Veda Griffins have doubled up the Kansas City Monarchs at 10 to 5. We said the Monarchs were the Kansas City T-Bones team. I guess you could say they still are, but have some new ownership, rebranded, renamed. So they are down playing a non-league game in Nevada, and the Griffins leading 10 to 5. The Bombers are hosting the Mustangs, and Sedalia has the lead once again. They lead 5-4. to four. That's the bottom of the sixth inning. And the Outlaws have come back and taken the lead back from Clarinda as the A's trail the Outlaws 6-5. to five. Not sure what inning they're in as it just says final, but the score keeps changing. That said final before the game even started. And, of course, our game here at 12-5. to five. Two balls, no strikes, one out for Q Holes. He has a runner on second base. That pitch upstairs for ball three. Patton standing on second base after having a two RBI double at the previous at bat. Q Holes ahead in the count at three balls and no strikes. Pitch to him. That one upstairs. He'll trot on down to first base after being issued a one-out walk. Yeah. 
Now stepping in will be shortstop Colin Dimmel. He's 0 for 2, being a strikeout victim twice now. So it's a good time for him to find a ball to put in play. One out, two runners on. First pitch down in the dirt. That'll be ball one. So he will be ahead in the count at one ball and no strikes with one out here as we play. In the bottom of the fifth inning, Young still on the mound for the Mudcats. 1-0 offering from Young on its way. That one upstairs. That'll be ball two. Last five pitches have been balls for Young. He might be getting a little tired on the mound. So Demel steps back in, has a 2-0 count in his favor. One out, two runners on. Patton at second, cue holes at first. That one in there for strike one. So two balls and one strike. Just got water jacked by my daughter. Young looks in, checks the runner at second base. 2-1 pitch, that one in the dirt for ball three. So over the last seven pitches, six of them have been balls with just one strike. Heel holds standing at first base with issue to walk. Patton at second as he had a double, two RBI double. That pitch fouled off. It'll take the count to three and two. So we will have a full count at three balls and two strikes. One out here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Full count pitch on its way and Going to be a monster fly ball to left field. Going back, and it's going to be out of the park as a three-run homer hit to left field as Colin Demmel gets three runs put on the board with a home run over the left field wall. As I said, he was 0 for 2. So good time for him to get it lined out. He hit that about 350 feet. And he gets three runs in. As that takes it now to a 12-8 to ball game. So the Renegades still alive. They're just being unconventional about it. Now stepping in center fielder and David Dell. He has a single that he hit into left field and flew out to the second baseman for his two at-bats. I think Young's might, night might be done. That probably is going to be the case. So he has pitched a heck of a game. He will He will exit having pitched. Four and a third innings. 
Lee's done a great job. But his night is done. He did a four and a third innings work. We'll see who the new pitcher is on the mound. Can't read the number from here. I believe that's 38. Thirty-eight. It's like Jacob Gernon. Pull up what I can get on him real quick. So Jacob Gernon has stepped into the ball game. So Jake Gernon, he's a freshman at Western Michigan University, six foot hundred and fifty pound right hander. He's from Portage, Michigan. He is 0 0 on the season. He's pitched in one game, has a 13.50 ERA. Pitched two innings, three strikeouts, two walks, and three hits. So Jake Gernon on the mound. Gernon comes in here with one out after five runs being scored in the inning by the Renegades. 12, 13, and 3. The line for the Mudcats, 8, 9, and 2 for the Renegades. They're only down by four now after trailing as much as nine. David Dell will step in. He's one for two on the night. That one a delayed strike. They will be down in the count at 0-1. Nobody on the base path. That one downstairs for ball one. After that got cleared off on that three-run homer to left field by Colin Demmel. That's going to be hot shot ball to third base. I'll glove it. Throw over to first. And got him for out number two. That was quick out. It's a 5-3 put out. Now stepping in will be top of the lineup. Second baseman, Caden Deal. He had a walk, a single, and it's flown out. To the shortstop. First pitch to him. That one gets the outside part of the plate for strike one. He's the eighth batter of the inning. A pitch catches the outside part of the plate for strike two. So Deal will be down in the count at 0-2. His team has cut that lead down to four as they trail 12-8 to the Mudcats. That one downstairs. One ball, two strikes. Now the count. Two outs here. So one-two pitch. That one well outside. 
Uh, takes it to two balls and two strikes with two outs here. Nobody on the base path. 2-2 pitch. That one hits the outside part of the plate for strike three, and that will end the inning. But the Renegades were able to score five runs in the uh, bottom of the fifth inning here, and they now trail by four at 12-8. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to Seuss of Coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel. But now there are vaccines, and they are the first step that lets us get back to the things we miss most, like spreading the word without spreading concern, girls tripping instead of solo sipping, and talking smack with a side of mac and cheese. It's okay to have questions about COVID-19 vaccines. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision when COVID-19 vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. This is my husband, Alex Hesse. Alex is about two weeks away from coming home. And I stopped on the bomb. Lost my legs and my left hand in an explosion. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories, great and small. DAV helps veterans and their families get the benefits they've earned. Look at that smile! You did it! Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. We go to the top of the sixth inning. Shane Fontenot. He has entered the ball game for the Renegades on the mound. Give me a second, I will get his stats pulled up. As he's going through his warm-ups. Shane Fontenot, he's a 6'4", 230-pound pitcher. He is a right-handed thrower from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He is a senior at Arkansas Monticello. He has one win, no losses, a 4.15 ERA, pitched in four games. He's pitched a total of 4.1 innings, has six strikeouts, three walks, and given up three hits. So he will enter... The game here as the Renegades still showing life and trying to get back in it as they put up five in the last inning. They still trail 12-8. to eight. As Fontenot will go through a few more pitches. For the Mudcats, they've scored 12 runs on 13 hits and three errors for the Renegades. They've scored those eight runs on nine hits and two errors committed by them. So we will go back just like we started the top of the fifth inning. We'll start the top of the sixth inning after they had nine batters come to plate, did the Mudcats. They'll start off with hitters two, three, and four. That's right fielder Lucas Luce. He has had three putouts and a walk. Upstairs, ball one. So he will be heading the count at one and oh. He'll step back in. Pitch. That one's going to be a chopper. Hit to third base. Gloving it is Keel Holes throwing over to Mize. 
for the first out of the inning. That's a 5-3 put out. It's a great way to start the inning for Fontenot. And have a two-pitch 5-3 put out. Center fielder Josh Swinehart, he'll step in. He had a one-out double last time. Hit that to center field. First pitch to him. He's in there for strike one. The outside part of the plate. Next pitch on its way. That one, they say he went around for strike two. Good call there. They checked down with the first base umpire. Well, the Nevada Griffins get an impressive non-league game victory at Lions Stadium. They beat the KC Monarchs 10-5. So going to miss for strike three. Two up and two down quickly as Fontenot has come on strong here in the top of the sixth inning. First baseman Grayson Barrett steps in. As I said, KC Monarchs, that uh, many people know him. Used to be the KC T-Bones, but now they were rebranded to the KC Monarchs. First pitch, high fly ball. Going to go out of play, four strike number one. So the Griffins getting that non-league victory 10-5. to And the Bombers hosting... The Mustangs at Sedalia, they're still leading 5-4. to four. That one's going to be a little blooper hit off the end of the bat, and it's going to drop into left center field for a two-out single. Barrett almost got caught trying to get second base there, so he'll be granted a two-out single. So catcher Tanner Sears will step in. He'll shed the catcher's gear. Sears will step in. He had an RBI triple last inning. He took a walk before that, a walk in the second inning, and had an RBI double in the first inning. So he'll step in. Right-handed batter, first pitch. That one misses for ball one. So Sears will be ahead in the count at 1-0. and Fontenot stares in, gets the sign quickly. Is 1-0 offering. That one's going to be a bouncing ball. Hit to second base. They'll flip over to get the out as it will be a 4-6 put out. And that will end the inning. No runs, one hit, and no errors. As we'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning, it's still a 12-8 ball game, but... The Renegades have a chance to uh, hopefully score some runs here as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Military life can have its challenges, but sometimes veteran life brings more. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Greg Gatson, Army veteran. DAV helps veterans and their families get the benefits they've earned. Today, I'm an entrepreneur, photographer, and public speaker, and I never tire of standing tall. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories, great and small. My victory is just being the best that I can be. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. 
There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. the bottom of the sixth inning as leading off for the Renegades will be left fielder Brady Voss. They'll send batters two, three, and four. Carter Mize will be in the on-deck circle and Hamilton Anderson will be up third. Voss has had a single, a hit by pitch and flew out to left field in his previous at bat. So Mr. HBP will step in. He has been hit 10 times. And we've played, this is our 10th game. So he's averaging one per game. First pitch to Voss. In there for strike one. So he will step back in. Renegades trail by four at 12 to eight. That one in there for strike two on the bottom part of the plate. So he'll be down in the count at 0 and 2. Has to protect himself there. Gernon still on the mound in relief duty. That one strike three. Got him looking. And Voss will be retired. Three pitches, three strikes. First baseman Carter Mize will step in. He's two for three, has two singles, one of those with an RBI, and has a fly out last time up to right field on a diving grab by the right fielder. So Mize will step in. One out here as we play in the bottom of the sixth. He'll show bunt, take it for a ball. So he wisely pulls the bat back. Takes ball one. So he'll step back in. 1-0 pitch on its way. That one way outside. It'll take it to two balls. No strikes. So two balls. No strikes. One out. Next offering to Mize. That one outside. Ball three. Well, if I was Jernan, I'd probably be pitching away from Mize, too, as he is leading the team in the hitting percentage. That one was four-pitch walk. So Mize will jog on down to first base. Catcher Hamilton Anderson will step in. He had a ground roll double last time he was up. As he hit a hot shot rocket into the corner of right field. And I think bounced over the fence. So he had a ground roll double. Mize takes a lead at first base. 
Anderson steps in, left-handed batter. First pitch to him, he's going to foul that back. He'll be down in the count at 0-1. So he'll be down in the count at 0-1. Next pitch on its way, that one outside. That evens the count at one ball and one strike. So I will take it at one ball and one strike. One out here. Next pitch on its way, that one in the dirt. That takes it to two balls and one strike. As it's a 12-8 ball game in favor of the Mudcats. Pitch on its way. That one catches the inside part of the plate. That will make it two balls and two strikes. One out here. My standing on first base. Four-run lead for the Mudcats. Pitch on its way. That one upstairs and outside. That'll take the count to three balls and two strikes. One out here in the inning. Anderson will step in. He's going to foul that one off, so we'll do it again. Three balls, two strikes. One out here. My standing at first base. He'll take a lead momentarily. First baseman does hold him on a little bit. So next pitch to Anderson. On its way, and he's going to sky that one to right field, going back on it, and that is going to be out of here. As a two-run home run, that thing was lost in the dark as that's exactly where he hit it last time, and Anderson is going to take it yard for a two-run homer. That thing was gone after it left the bat. It's 300 feet down the line. And I'm going to say that went 320 feet. That's a pure guess on my part because I couldn't tell you where it landed. It might still be going for all we know. But that lead has been cut from 4-2 to two with the swing of a bat. And it's a 12-10 to 10 ball game. Designated hitter Caden Hessel will step in. First pitch to him straight down central for strike one. So Hessel... As an RBI single. As they fly out to left field. And had a single last time, last inning when he was up. Time called momentarily, so. One out, 0-1 pitch, that one in the dirt. That takes it to one ball and one strike. Renegade showing life here. They put up two in the inning, looking to add more as they trail. 12 to 10, big cut there, could not connect. Got the pitch on the inside part of the plate. Mustangs have taken the lead back from the Bombers, 6 to 5. They're top of the eighth at Sedalia. 1 2 pitch on its way. That one hit him. So hit by pitch. As Hessel will jog down to first base, he'll have. 
A, fir- a free base offered to him. Patton will step in. He had a two RBI double last inning. Has a runner on first base. Has one out here to work with. Again, trying to cut this two-run lead down to even less. First pitch, that one in the dirt. Nice job of Sears to go out and get that. The 1-0 pitch from Gernon on its way. Big cut and a miss there for strike one. Patton was looking to go yard himself. That one's downstairs for ball two. So two balls, one strike, one out. Runner on first base. Patton steps back in from the right-hand side of the plate. He'll take a hearty cut. No connection there. They'll even the count at two and two. And they're going to throw the ball into right field. So Hessel will be down at third base. So heads up play by him. So he'll be standing down at third base, still one out here. So Gernon still on the mound. He's running into some trouble. He's already given up two runs here in the bottom of the sixth inning. So Patton, 2-2 pitch to him. He's going to foul that one off, so we'll redo it. Just a hair behind it. So two balls and two strikes, one out. Gernon shakes off the sign, gets the one he wants. Patton's going to hit a long ball. It's going to be... Out of here. He's going to hit a two-run homer down the left field line. And just like that, we have a tie ball game. As Patton gets a hold of that one, and he takes it yard. And he's going around the bases. And that will tie it up at 12 apiece. He hit that thing a country mile. 300 down the left field line, and that thing was probably 340. Again, that's pure speculation on my part. So that will end the night for Gernon. So we'll have a pitching change. See who they bring on in relief. As we are tied up, 12 apiece. I believe that's number 12, maybe. It is number 12. So Joe Shapiro comes on in relief. So Shapiro inherits a tie game at 12 apiece. I'll get the roster pulled up here in a second and get you the stats for Shapiro. 
Joe Shapiro is from Glenview, Illinois. He's a left-handed thrower, six foot, 195 pounder. He's a freshman at Western Michigan University. He's pitched in three games, has a 3.85 ERA, has pitched in uh, pitched 2.1 innings, sorry, a two and one-third inning, and he's had two strikeouts, four walks, and three hits. Trying to do too many things at one time here. So he will be on the mound here as we play in the bottom of the sixth inning, tied up at 12 apiece. As that's got the fans here rallied up. Line for the Mudcats, 12-14-4. and four. For the Renegades, 12-11-2. That's how we've reached our 12-12 tie. Most importantly, still just one out here in the bottom of the sixth inning. So now stepping in will be Joseph Kuholz, the third baseman. He struck out looking, hit into and out unassisted at first base, and he walked the last time he was up. So he will step in from the left-hand side of the plate. His team has tied it up at 12 apiece, putting up a fourth spot in this inning. And there's still one out here in this inning. We're going to have time called as Shapiro is going to meet with his catcher. Doesn't like the signs he's giving. So Keelholz steps in. One out here. Bottom of the sixth inning we play, 12-12 tie. First offering, that went in there for strike one. Keelholz down in the count at 0-1. One out here, 0-1 pitch on its way. That one, a bouncing ball hit straight up the middle, and it's going to get into center field, and Keelholz will have a ball hit straight up the middle. And he'll be on first base again, one out here. Stepping in now will be Colin Demmel, the shortstop. His last at bat, he had a three-run home run, so it'd be good to see him hit another homer here. He'd have back-to-back homers in at bats, but it'd give his team the lead. We're tied 12 apiece. First pitch to Demmel. That one... In there, well, missed for ball one. So one out here, one runner on first base. Four runs have been put up in the inning by the Renegades. Demel, heading the count at 1-0. Next pitch to him. That one in there for strike one. So one ball, one strike, one out here. Keelhole standing at first base. He'll take a slight lead. 1-1 pitch on its way, and a chopper is going to be hit to the pitcher off his glove, and everybody's going to be safe. Nope, they said the throw beat Demel. I think he had it by a step. But they'll say that he is out in a 1-3 put out. 
That will be out number two. Keelholz does go to second on the play. That was off the glove of Shapiro. Center fielder David Dell will step in. He had a single and has been out twice, so he's one for three on the night. First offering to him. That one straight down central. Strike one. In the on deck circle, back to the top of the order will be Caden Deal. So the 0 1 pitch on its way. That one in there for called strike two. It'll be an 0-2 count now. Two outs, runner on second base. Tie ball game at 12 apiece. That one's going to be swung on and missed for strike three, and that will end the inning. But the Renegades were able to tie it up as they put up four runs in the inning. We'll go to the top of the seventh inning. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Crooked teeth may embarrass kids whose families can't afford braces and trying to fix their teeth themselves can make things worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. For children and teens who qualify and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, treatment can be life-changing and help them smile with confidence. Learn more at aaoinfo.org. After I came home from Iraq, I could still hear the booms makes it hard to be a good mom. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Naomi Mathis, Air Force veteran. DAV helps veterans get the benefits they've earned. Thanks to DAV, I was able to begin to heal. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. My victory is being able to be here for my children. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. We go to the top of the seventh inning as the Mudcats 12 and the Renegades 12 as the Renegades put up four runs in the bottom half of the inning to tie it up at 12 apiece. We'll go to six, seven, and eight hitter. Pontno's first pitch fouled off at the bat. That is Max Huntley. So he's down in the count at 0-1. Huntley has done some damage. He is 4 for 4 with a single, a single, a double, and a single, having RBIs on all four of those. The one pitch, that one's going to be hit, and it's going to go foul. Down the right field line. That's a good thing there because that would have been extra bases. As that thing was a hot shot ball into the corner. That'll be no balls and two strikes. Nobody out here is Huntley's the first batter of the inning. Pontno on the mound for... The Renegades. 
Next pitch, you're going to foul that one off. It'll go off the net. So it'll still be an 0-2 count. O2 pitch from Fontenot will be forthcoming. Lorenda A's have taken the lead back at 6 to 8. That's strike three called there. Got Huntley frozen. And that will be out number one. Third baseman Blake Failer will step in. He's had a single, a strikeout. Hit into a fielder's choice and had a pop out. We said the A's have retaken the lead at 8-6, to six, then at Clarinda over the Joplin Outlaws. Mustang still leading the Bombers at Sedalia. First pitch, swing and a miss, big cut there. As Failer had a big rip, couldn't connect, so he will step back in. Fontenot's 0-1 pitch to him. That one upstairs, ball one. That'll take the count to one and one. One one pitch. Swung on and missed. Blew it by him again. I'll take it to one ball and two strikes with one out here. As we play in the top of the seventh inning, this has been a long game. That one's going to be fouled off, so we'll do it again. Fouled off the first base netting. So one out here as we play top of the seventh. Tied at 12 apiece. Baylor steps back in. 1-2 pitch to him. High fly ball is going to go to left field. Going back on it is Voss and makes the catch at the wall. He was touching the wall with his right hand and put the glove up with his left. That thing was about five feet from being out of here. So that'll be long out number two. Now stepping in, designated hitter will be West Bransgard. Bransgard has had an RBI single. A single in the third inning. Walk and a walk in the next two innings. So he has two outs. First pitch upstairs, but he swung at it for strike one. Fontenot laying the heat on just a little high, but got him to pull the trigger. Next pitch. That went upstairs a little higher, did not go for it. So I'll take it to one ball and one strike. So we play here. In the top of the seventh inning, tied up at 12 apiece. 1-1 pitch, that one in there for strike two. Fontenot looking to make it a 1-2-3 inning. He can get this final strike. So 1-2 pitch on its way. Swing and a miss for strike three, and that will be three up and three down in the inning. So we'll go. To the bottom of the seventh inning, tied at 12 apiece. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Extinction is forever. To save America's most iconic and imperiled species from extinction, 
we must fight for their future. Fight to save the natural lands that wildlife call home. Fight to limit pollution. Fight for smart development. Fight for their future. And fight for ours. For so goes nature, so goes us. I left the military with a traumatic brain injury. I came home to fight depression, anxiety, and alcohol. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Madam Greathouse, Army veteran. DAV helps veterans get the benefits they've earned. With DAV's help, I've built a new life for myself. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. My victory is just experiencing life. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Seventh inning stretch time here at historic Ernie Vivian Park. And I guess uh, when you're famous, you're famous because seventh inning stretch being performed by none other than Alyssa Gasway, who got her play-by-play debut earlier a few nights ago, singing the seventh inning stretch. And she'll be signing autographs later after the game probably. So for the... Renegades, who were able to tie it up by putting up a four spot in the last inning. This is the first time they've had to take the lead as they gave up four runs in the top of the first inning. They will send off the one, two, and three hitters, and second baseman Caden Deal, he will lead off. First pitch to him. He's going to chop it, foul over the first base way. As I said, they gave up four runs. In the first inning, so this is the first chance they've had to uh, take the lead as they've played from behind most of the game. It looks real good up there to see the back-to-back zero spots for the Mudcats. A one pitch on its way. That one, going to say he went around for strike two. Deal has flown out to the shortstop, had a single straight up the middle. Had a walk and a strikeout looking last time he was a bat. So we're nearing 10 o'clock here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. 0-2 pitch on its way. That one fouled into the dugout. Almost into the dugout. <laughs> Almost hit Brady Voss in the on-deck circle. He has enough time getting hit by the opposing pitchers. Doesn't need any help from his own teammate. So the 0-2 pitch for a four deal. On its way. And they're going to say he went around and strike three called. That'll be out number one. Left fielder Brady Voss, he will step in. He was a strikeout victim the last time he was up. He'll step in after he landscapes just a little bit. Right-handed batter. He will step in. One out here as we play in the bottom of the seventh. First pitch. Upstairs, ball one. So 1-0 count on its way. That one in there for strike one. So that'll even the count at one ball and one strike. One out here. As we play bottom of the seventh, that 
pitch is fouled off. So that'll put him in the hole at one and two. One ball, two strikes. Also should mention Alyssa was in the sports section today from a game a couple of weeks or a couple of days ago. So again, as I said, she'll be signing autographs after the game today. One two pitch on its way. That one misses upstairs. Evens account at two balls and two strikes. As we just passed ten o'clock here at historic Ernie Vivian Field, Blake Gasaway here with you on the Show Me Sports Network. Two two pitch, one out on its way. That one fouled off. We'll do it again. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Normally we're joined by Grayson Smith, but he's out of town, so he is not on the air tonight with me. As uh, bringing you coverage all season long, myself and Grayson. The 2-2 pitch on its way. Boss digs in. He's going to slice that one foul, so we'll do it again. So be... Pitch number seven in the at-bat. So he digs back in, one out here, two balls and two strikes to count. Pitch on its way, that one downstairs in the dirt. So I'll take it to full. That's three balls and two strikes. One out here. We said Blake Gazaway here with you on the Show Me Sports Network. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast. Be sure and uh, follow us on Facebook if you haven't done so. Also, be sure and write on there where you're listening from. We always like to hear from you and know that you're enjoying tonight's broadcast. 3-2 pitch on its way. That one misses for a walk. So a one-out walk issued here in the bottom of the seventh inning as Shapiro still on the mound. Now stepping in, first baseman Carter Mice. He has had two hits tonight. Had a fly out to right field. And a walk, so. He's had three other teammates go yard tonight. Might as well make him the fourth one. He has a couple of home runs here in this ballpark. Not today, but in the season so far. One out here, runner on first. First pitch to him. He'll take it for a ball in the outside corner. We're tied at 12 apiece as we play here in the bottom of the seventh inning. The 1-0 pitch on its way. The throw over to first base. Loss gets back safely. Bottom of the ninth inning. The Bombers are down to their last few outs as they trail the Mustangs 6-5. to five. We're tied 12-12 12 12 here. Swing and a miss. Big cut there. That'll take the count to 1-1. One one. Mize was swinging for the fences. He entered the contest tonight with a team leading 389. Well, the 1-1 offering on its way, and he's going to slice that one foul, so he'll be down in the count at 1 and 2. He's going to tap the bat on the toe of each cleat. Now he'll step back in, has Voss with a lead over on first base. And we're tied at 12 apiece. 
here in the bottom of the seventh. That pitch downstairs. That takes the count to one, to uh, two balls and two strikes. Mize will step back in. 2-2 count. The offering on its way. Runner will go to second. He'll hit a hard hit ball to left field and caught it on the button. Did the left fielder, so they had the hit and run on. As Voss will have to go back to first base. So catcher Hamilton Anderson will step in. He's hitting a hot bat tonight. He's also coming into the game hitting a 379, so he's .01 behind Mize, and he's hitting third on the team. He had a ground rule double in the bottom of the fifth and a two-RBI home run last inning, so be a good time to see him go yard again. First one outside for ball one. Don't forget, tomorrow is a fundraiser for the team at Texas Roadhouse. You can find the thing you need, uh, the little flyer you need to get credit for that. Pitch is going to be swung on awkwardly. That'll take it to one ball, one strike, but tomorrow at Texas Roadhouse, they're giving a percentage of the sales to the Renegade Squad. So be sure and go out and support. You can find the details on that. Just uh, go to the Jefferson City Renegades Facebook page. 1-1 pitch on its way. That one upstairs. So that will take the count to two balls and one strike. As Anderson will step back in. We're tied at 12 apiece here as we play in the bottom of the seventh inning. 2-1 pitch on its way, two outs. That one on the outside corner for strike two. I think it looked like that was going to miss, but called a strike. So it does take it to two balls and two strikes, two out here. As Voss will be standing on first base after he got that walk. 2-2 pitch. That one outside in the dirt. So it will be a 3-2 count. Two outs here in the inning as we're tied 12 to 12. Mudcats and the Renegades. Here the fans start a clap. It's three balls, two strikes, two outs here. Runner on first base, the throw over to first. Boss back, no problem. So we'll do the 3 2 pitch again. Three-two pitch. Voss goes. A ball skied a mile high coming in as a left fielder, and he's going to overrun it, but he'll go back and get it, and he will have the out for out number three. Well, they got one left on base, couldn't put up any runs, so we'll go to the top of the eighth inning as we're tied at 12 apiece. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
If you are struggling to afford your internet bills during the pandemic, there's a temporary government program that may be able to help. It's called the Emergency Broadband Benefit, and it provides up to a $50 monthly discount on your broadband bill to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov broadband benefit or call toll free at 833-511-0311. That's 833-511-0311. To me, the most important thing about being in the human race isn't winning. It's participating, living life to the fullest, emphasis on living. This is what makes life, life. Yet how much of life are we willing to miss out on? Untreated hearing loss affects our mobility. It increases the risk of falls by 50%. Good hearing health is essential to staying engaged and doing what we love. Hear well and stay vital. Get a hearing health check every year. We go to the top of the eighth inning, still tied at 12 apiece. As looked like the Bombers have found a way to tie it back up in the bottom of the ninth inning. At Sedalia, as they're hosting the St. Joseph Mustangs, that's tied at six apiece now, so they may be headed into extra innings. The Clarinda A's are continuing to add to their lead as they're leading over the Joplin Outlaws, 11-6. to six. Not sure what inning that is. They're having some problems with their point streak system, but just as 11-6 to six keeps adding to that total. And Nevada Griffins beating the Kansas City Monarchs in a non-league game at 10-5 to five earlier tonight. Second baseman, Petey Taylor, will lead off the inning. First pitch to him in there for a strike. He'll be down in the count at 0-1. Shane Fontenot still on the mound. Here as we play in the top of the eighth inning, we're tied at 12 apiece. Shows bunt, does Petey Taylor, and he fouls that straight back, and he's frustrated. So Taylor will step back in. He's down in the count at 0-2. Fontenot gets back on the rubber. 0-2 pitch. Bouncing ball is going to be hit. Fielded by the shortstop over to first. And Mize digs it out in a 6-3 put out. Nice job of Mize to go down and grab it out of the dirt. And it's the first out of the inning. Now top of the lineup we go with shortstop Zach Stewart. Zach Stewart will step in. He has had a leadoff single, a walk, a strikeout, a flyout to left field, and a strikeout looking. First offering upstairs, ball one. So it'll be a 1-0 count. Next pitch on its way. That one in there for strike one. And we'll take it to a one-and-one count. Fontenot will look back in. He's got one out here in the top of the eighth inning. Next pitch, that one fouled off. That will take it to one ball and two strikes with one out here. Fontenot will look in, trying to get Stewart out. 
for out number two. That one in there, strike three called. He's got him back-to-back times looking. So now it'll be right fielder in Lucas Luce. He has flown out to center field, flown out to right field, took a walk, hit into a 4-3 put out, and hit into a 5-3 put out. So Fontenot looking to have a 1-2-3 inning again. First pitch, bouncing ball. It's going to be a tough play taken by Q-Holes at third, over to first for Mize, and got the 1-2-3 inning and a 5-3 put out, as that will take us to the bottom of the eighth inning. Back-to-back 1-2-3 innings will go as the Renegades looking to break this tie at 12 apiece. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. We worked our whole lives to save, just to spend it on time with these two, filling buckets of memories. This is what makes life, life. Yet how much of life are we willing to miss out on? Because even mild hearing loss doubles our risk of dementia. Yes, dementia. Good hearing health is essential to staying engaged and doing what we love. Hear well and stay vital. Get a hearing health check every year. Chris Domine is a husband, father, an athlete, even an Iron Man. But 10 years ago, Chris's kidneys were failing. The doctor said, if you don't get a kidney transplant, you are going to die. Chris received a second chance, made possible by an organ donor. Your well-being changes from loss of hope to better times ahead. What could you make possible as an organ, eye, and tissue donor? Leave behind the gift of life. Go to organdonor.gov, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning. As we're still tied at 12 apiece. Renegades will send a bat. Number five, six, and seven hitters. That's designated hitter Caden Hessel. So Hessel will step in. He's had an RBI single. Fly out to left field. A single to left field. And a hit by pitch. He will lead off bottom of the eighth inning, tied at 12. First pitch in the dirt, ball one. Looks like the Bombers and Mustangs are going to extra innings. One pitch, that one fouled off. That one caught Hilsel. He's going to be even at one ball and one strike. Top of the 10th inning at Sedalia as the Mustangs and the Bombers are tied up 6 to 6. We're tied up here in the bottom of the 8th inning 12 to 12. The Griffins beat the Kansas City Monarchs 10 to 5 in a non-league game and it's Clarinda 11, Jumpin' Outlaws 6 at Clarinda. So 1-1 pitch on its way. And a bouncing ball is going to be hit to the shortstop. He'll glove, throw over to first, and get the 4-3 put out. So that'll be out number one. Now 
The right fielder, Andrew Patton, he's had a two-run homer last time he was up. He crushed a monster ball to left field. His first pitch will be inside corner, strike one. The 0-1 offering to Patton on its way. He's going to hit a shot on the money. Caught for the out at the second baseman. Taylor has it. I think hit on the button, but right at Taylor. Third baseman, Joseph Kielholz. He had a single last time he was up. Before that, took a walk. Before that, had an unassisted out at first base to the first baseman and let off the game with a strikeout. So Keelholz has two outs here as he steps in. First pitch to him. He's going to hit a chopper. It's going to be taken by the first baseman. He'll underhand it to the pitcher and he's going to be safe as he threw it past the glove. And it's going to be a two out single. Kuhl's legged that out in a bad toss from Barrett to the pitcher in Shapiro. Colin Dimmel, the shortstop, he will step in. He had a was out in a 1-3 put out last inning, but he has two strikeouts, but has a three-run homer in the fifth inning, so he knows how to take it out of the ballpark. Two outs here as we play in the bottom of the eighth inning. Demo will step in. Hugh holds on first base. Two outs. First pitch. That one. Inside ball. One. He's in the count at 1-0. Renegades have the day off tomorrow. Before playing game three of six at home on Wednesday. 1-0 pitch on its way. That one's going to be... Hit high into the air in the right field. The right fielder coming on. He'll make the grab for out number three. So that'll do it for the eighth inning as we'll go to the top of the ninth inning. We're still tied at 12 apiece. You're listening to exclusive coverage, Renegades Baseball, here on the Show Me Sports Network. There's just something about music that stirs the soul, makes us crank it. Let go and come alive. This is what makes life, life, right? Yet what if too much of a good thing today could make us miss out on life tomorrow? One in five American teenagers now has some type of hearing loss. Loud noise is the most common cause. And these days, we're plugged in louder and longer than ever. Let's hear for life. Turn the volume down. Roxanne Watson is on a mission to have more people sign up as organ, eye, and tissue donors. What drives her? Roxanne received a heart transplant made possible by an organ donor. I decided that day to devote myself to signing up the most people in the United States. (laughs) That's my goal. Now she's a powerful force for good. What could you make possible as an organ, eye, and tissue donor? Leave behind the gift of life. Go to organdonor.gov. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration.
We go to the top of the ninth inning. As we're still tied at 12 to 12. Mudcats will send batters 3, 4, and 5 to the plate. That'll be center fielder Josh Schweinhart. In the on-deck circle, first baseman Grayson Barrett. And third up will be catcher Tanner Sears. Schweinhart steps in. Having to fly out to center field. Took a walk. Unassisted out at first base. First one to him is a ball. Ground roll double in the fifth inning and a strikeout in the sixth. 1-0 pitch. Swing and a miss. That evens the count at one ball and one strike. Fontenot still on the mound for the Renegades. 1-1 pitch. That one's going to be hit foul. Coming over is Mize, and he will make the grab in foul territory in front of the dugout. And Swinehart is disheartened over there. So that will be out number one. First baseman Grayson Barrett will step in. He's had a ground roll double in the first inning to strike out in inning number two, hit a double in right field in inning four, walked in five, and fielder's choice single in six. He's got a one out here. He's going to hit a chopper to second base, throw over to first for the three put out. So first pitch to him. He is out number two. Catcher Tanner Sears will step in. He's had an RBI double, a walk, a walk, an RBI triple, and a fielder's choice for his at-bats. So he is hitting a hot bat. He'll step in here, two outs. Top of the ninth. First pitch upstairs, ball one. Shane Fontenot still on the mound for the Renegades. As they have found their way to get back into this ball game and tie it up at 12 apiece. Big cut and a miss. Blew the heater by him. That'll take the count to one ball and one strike. One ball and one strike. As Fontenot will look in and get the sign. Two outs here as we are playing in the top of the ninth. That one upstairs. That'll be uh, two balls and one strike. Sears will step in again. Two outs here. Going to foul that one off. Take it to two balls and two strikes. So. Fontenot has a chance to make it another 1-2-3 inning. He's had back-to-back-to-back 1-2-3 innings. Two-two pitch. Swing and a miss on a pitch upstairs, and that will be the inning. Three up, three down, minimum faced. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth as the Renegades 12, the Mudcats 12. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Performing on stage takes mental and physical preparation. But one thing I never thought to prepare for was cervical cancer. 91% of cervical cancers are caused by the human papillomavirus, or HPV. 
The good news is there are vaccines that can protect you or your children from cancer. I survived my cancer, but you can stop cancer before it starts. Talk to your doctor and go to thinkaboutthelink.org to learn more. A few years ago, Steve Faircow's lungs were failing. I don't think I had more than a couple weeks to live. That's when Steve received a lung transplant made possible by an organ donor. Now Steve can do things he never imagined, like climbing 94 floors to the top of a skyscraper. I never knew that breathing could feel this good. It's an incredible gift. What could you make possible as an organ, eye, and tissue donor? Leave behind the gift of life. Go to organdonor.gov, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. New pitcher into the ball game for the Mudcats. As it's uh, Franklin, Wisconsin native Mitch Alba. He is a 6'395 pound right hander. He's a freshman at Eastern Illinois University. He is coming into the ball game here with a 7.50 ERA. He's pitched in two games. He's had one save at six innings of work, seven strikeouts. Five walks, nine hits. Well, he's going to go through a couple more throws, and then we will be set for bottom of the ninth inning action. As the Renegades will bring to bat 9, 1, and 2 will be their order. They will have... Center fielder David Dell leading off the inning. It is past somebody's bedtime here at the ballpark. Well, it looks like it was a productive top of the seventh, or top of the tenth inning for the Mustangs as they scored one. They lead at seven to six. Bottom of the tenth inning now, so they're looking to close it out in ten as they lead the hosting Sedalia Bombers. David Dell will step in. Renegades trying to close this out at nine, not take it extra. First pitch in there for strike one. Seen him hit three home runs, might as well make it four and send everybody home a winner. So the uh, 0-1 pitch to Dell. That one's going to be downstairs. Take the count to one ball and one strike. Mitchell Alba on the mound for the Mudcats. He said we're tied at 12 apiece. One ball, one strike pitch on its way. Dell takes a hardy cut, cannot connect. So he's going to be down in the count at one and two. So the one-two offering on its way. That one. Inside for called strike three. That will be out number one. I think started out in the batter's box and hung over across the plate. Caden Deal will step in. He has struck out the last two times he was at bat. But one out here for him to work with. In the on-deck circle. 
Left fielder Brady Voss. First pitch to deal. He showed bunt. Ball's bounced across home plate. So he will be heading the count at one ball and no strikes. One out here as we play in the bottom of the ninth inning. So one ball, no strikes. Pitch on its way. That one in the dirt. Ball two. Alyssa, you'll be to plenty more games to get a foul ball, maybe. Well, you got to be faster. We'll pass Alyssa's bedtime as we near 10.30 here. 2-0 pitch. Chopped off the catcher, so I'll take it to two balls and one strike. We said she's the celebrity this week, having called her first game with Daddy. She's in the paper today in the sports section. Also getting to sing the seventh inning stretch, getting to clean off home plate with the biggest toothbrush in the Midwest, playing some other games, so she's had a heck of a last week. 2-1 pitch on its way. That one also downstairs. Bounces into the catcher's glove. So that'll take it to 3-1. He wouldn't walk the game-winning run, would he? The 3-1 pitch. On its way. That one downstairs, it'll be a walk. Deal shows bunt, but pulls it back and takes a five-pitch walk. So now stepping in will be left fielder Brady Voss. He has had a single, a hit-by-pitch. Of course, we expect that. A fly out to left field, a strikeout, and a walk. So he will step in from the... Right side of the plate. He's got a runner on, one out here as we play bottom of the ninth inning. Still tied 12 apiece. First pitch to Voss. Inside ball one. No Voss wants to send everybody home with a win, but he's got to be patient. He's got to wait for the right pitch. He will be ahead in the count at 1-0. That one downstairs, ball two. He'll be heading the count at two balls and no strikes. One out. Deal standing at first base. We're tied at 12 to 12. As we play here in the bottom of the ninth inning. 2-0 offering on its way. Swing and a miss for strike one. Take it two balls and one strike. I said Voss just needs to be patient. Wait for the right pitch. 14 hits in the game for the Mudcats. 12 for the Renegades. 2-1 pitch on its way. That one in there for strike two. That'll even it at two balls and two strikes. Five errors for the Mudcats. Two for the Renegades. So Voss. One out here. Runner on first. 2-2 pitch. Will be offered to him. Runner goes to second. Ball in the dirt, no throw down to second base. So Deal will have a stolen base. So now he'll be at second base. They winning run with Deal standing at second. Voss has a full count, three balls, two strikes, one out, runner on second. Here comes the payoff pitch. On its way. And a hot shot's going to get into right field, and that might score the run. Is they're going to have a play at the plate? 
and getting down, and he's going to be safe, and the Renegades are winning in walk-off fashion as the throw was past the catcher, and they're going to win it in the bottom of the ninth inning in walk-off fashion as it is going to be a single hit into right field that's going to turn into the game winner, and Voss is going to be the hero for tonight's game as he has broken that two-game losing streak for the Renegades as they win it in the bottom of the ninth inning and everybody gets to go home happy as he sends the crown home, at least the Renegades, the Renegades fans, with a victory as coming home is deal. And that shows just why that was so important that he got that stolen base in second base because without that he does not get home and score the winning run, as that is how you battle in a ball game and you come back. At one point, the Renegades were down by a score of 12 to 3. They were down nine runs, and they battled back and stayed with it and come back and get the win by a final of 13 to 12. That is how you finish a ball game, and that is how you have fun. Not much better in the order, though, for if uh, Voss does not get that game winner as Mize was coming up, Anderson was coming up. Those are two of the top three team-leading bats. But it was a moot point as Voss sends everybody home a winner. Three home runs hit in the game for the Renegades as Dimmel had a three-run shot in the fifth inning. Hamilton Anderson, he had a two-run shot in the sixth inning and another two-run shot in the sixth inning, that one by Andrew Patton. So that takes us to a winner as we had to stay with it a long time. This ball game took a long time, but the Renegades able to Get the W by a final of 13 to 12. Well, a well-earned day off tomorrow as the team will have the day off. We'll have the day off from the broadcast tomorrow. And then we turn right around on Wednesday and the St. Joseph Mustangs will be here in town. As it'll be game three of our six-game homestead. Then Thursday's the day off. Friday we'll play Sedalia as the Bombers come to town. Then the Mudcats will be right back here on Saturday as we'll look to make it 2 and 0 against them in the uh, 2 and 0 against them in the uh, early season part as we'll see them a few more times this season but try to try to get the early season series that's what I'm looking for at uh, 2 to nothing and then uh, we'll wrap up game 6 next Sunday as the Joplin Outlaws will be here and that game all those games at 7 o'clock. and then we hit the road to Sedalia on Monday the 21st that'll be at, uh, at Sedalia facing the Bombers, then Joplin will be back on Tuesday the 22nd. And then we'll have a rain day before we hit the road that following weekend. But what a great way for the Renegades to finish the game and get the victory and send everybody home happy as they come alive here and have those 13 runs on 13 hits, two errors, 12 runs, 14 hits, and five errors in the ball game for the Mudcats. So we're going to have a chance to take a break tomorrow before we're back in action 
as that's going to do it for our broadcast uh, this evening. As uh, Blake Gazaway here with you, enjoy the broadcast here. We'll be bringing you the games all season long. But uh, enjoy the broadcast today as uh, we're able to get the victory for the Renegades as they move to 5-5, five and five, so back to 500 on the season. And the Mudcats drop to 3-5 and five on their season. So they are uh, slipping just a little bit in their Mink League standings as... We, as I said, have the day off tomorrow. And then we'll be back in action on Wednesday. So that's pretty much going to do it for our postgame show here. As uh, we've enjoyed bringing you the broadcast here tonight. And as I said, until we talk to you two nights from tonight, as we'll be back in action on Wednesday, pregame about 6.40, first pitch coming at 7 o'clock as the St. Joseph Mustangs come to town for uh, myself, Blake Gasway, in the uh, Renegades organization. So long. Until we talk to you then, have a great evening. And we'll talk to you Wednesday night about 640 here on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to the best game coverage in the Mink League on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network. Blake Gazaway, Grayson Smith, and the broadcast crew are the guys that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Centurion Communication, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins 4, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Car, Edward Joe, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, BE Renewed LLC, Ponchero, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, and Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com and jeffcityrenegades.com. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.